Hello and welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is in fact episode 300. This is your host, Fortuan, uh, the video game podcast born of the Moss Hunter community. And we have everyone on deck today. Welcome, Ace. How you doing? I'm doing good, you son of a bitch. What? Do you oh, notice the that? shirt that I'm wearing? Do you know oh, so you listened to, oh, he you listened he to came, last week's he came episode? And you ripped on Dead Space? <laughs> you asshat? And we let him? <laughs> he wasn't even here to defend And him. then, and then, to top it off, <laughs> as I was playing along in my head to the monster guessing game and just keeping track of it, doing my own scoring, I hear you go, you're a lot better at this than Ace. And I had myself yes. a little note. I am just fine for it. Nice. Nice. You know what? I I I applaud you, Ace. That is that is that is a great introduction today. I love it. You betrayed me. He's bringing in I did the not energy. Betray you. I was just excited because I wasn't sitting here thinking like okay so what can i say to not spoil this you've had some difficult ones and there might be some bias because it was really i don't know it was a lot easier set too i would say you dealt with some pretty rough ones before so mm-hmm. maybe so, there was some bias there but yeah so out great. of the 42 i got 29 mm-hmm. correct and 13 incorrect or i didn't test them okay uh Very 22 good. of those I was early before Dylan, and seven of those I guessed at the same time. About okay, I did. Cool. I did tell Fort Juan this, but on some of them, not trying to be a, a jerk here, but on some of them, I was like, I let her keep describing a little bit longer because mm-hmm. I wanted to. I don't know. I didn't want the episode to be too short if I guessed them too fast, but still, good. No, I got that yeah. sense too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I stand 100% by my Dead Space accusations, though. <laughs> I am not backing down. Oh, that felt so good to just be like, nope, I'm done. I hate this game. I'm out. Like, it was just that boring. I can't do it. I will say that if it's not for you and you don't like it because of that, it's fine. However. That's probably the case. I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's just a me thing. However. I will say that you are being dismissive of things because you have not found them out in the story. I was told because that. as yeah. as is revealed, yes, there were actually people on the planet beforehand because it is all sort of a government conspiracy and the black marker is actually a manufactured copy of the red marker that was found in the Gulf of Mexico. Like some hundred, couple hundred years or like a thousand years or something stupid like that beforehand. Okay. Okay. And obviously you don't find out until like essentially the third game. But the markers are essentially just relays for the signal of the brother moons, which are essentially an eldritch presence, sort of, if you want to go that, that route. I haven't played the, the third the- game yet, but causes all sorts of mishaps and mayhem got it yeah and that signal reanimates any 
organic material, human or otherwise. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. All righty. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got that off your chest, Ace. Uh, I was. Dylan. I was holding on to that since what Wednesday <laughs> or Thursday. Yeah. Because in between, in between uh, work, I was just listening to stuff while I was doing my mm-hmm. doing my daily tasks. So like when I had to make calls, I'd just pause it and then focus on calls and emails for a bit, and then go back when there was a lull. And then score, and then keep going. And then I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And then you doubled down towards the end of the episode on Dead Space, and I was like, "This motherfucker." <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're allowed to not like each other's games, buddy. Oh, I know. I mean, you guys, you guys don't like some of my stuff too. I know. I know. Like when. When I was talking about Leap of Faith the first time, you guys were like, wait, 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 a graphic novel? I was like, yeah, seriously, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is there gameplay? No, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've played a few games like that where they're essentially like just pictures and yeah. stills and stuff like that that divulge a story yeah. to you. And I've enjoyed them, so... I'll probably get so, into that. So at some far, point. those have hit the hardest for me on story, but you know that's what they're there for. They focus mm-hmm. completely on that. So, alrighty. Um, so, Dylan, welcome back. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, this week has been a been a busy week. Didn't get as much game time as I probably would have liked, but uh, been on Wild mm-hmm. Hearts some. Started that. Tried that. Got that for Valentine's Day, as I described in the episode last week. Um, yeah, uh, been playing that. It's like janky monster hunter, essentially, right? It's, <laughs> so yeah, a little. It's yeah. fun. Still played okay. some in Shrouded too, but mostly been Wild Hearts. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that, I just some of it's kind of frustrating because you're like they want you to, to time your dodges somewhat like Dark Souls, and I'm, I'm feeling yes to get yeah. the they, right... they want you to use iframes yeah and, and i'm it's like very oh it's very <laughs> not 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 natural for a monster don't, hunter game like i play both those yeah. kinds of games but i don't want the crossover of those games so bad so and, yeah, and no, it's I'm... it's just enough jank that the iframes don't feel consistent i guess you know or so good. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so i'm having a tough time not being really frustrated with it but it's fun in general. There's cool monster designs. They're interesting looking. And, uh, the maps and stuff are pretty. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Have you gotten um, to face the uh, Shara Ishvalda clone? No, I have not. I don't think. Have um, you seen that? I can't. I, I don't think I, I know. No. Um, but there's a so since like this time last year that I played. Like so the. The highest thing I killed, and I wasn't even supposed to kill it. I wasn't on a quest for it, but it was the bird with poison, the like the crow with the poison. Poison crow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I killed him. He was just like on a random quest. I was hunting like a whale over the monster, and I'm like, I'm going to kill that thing. So we did. Yeah, um, yeah that thing, uh, the first time I tried that, that thing wrecked my shit. Like, it was like, oh, okay. There's a, there's a creature in the game that does the sort of Shara Ishvalda raise right. 
yeah and like that what they figured. concentrate its power right. and a lot of people were critical of that but i think i will give that a pass on that so sort of like a common or popular yeah move slash trope i did see there was that little squirrel that water power. squirrel thing or whatever that like inflates its tail it's like a balloon and then it bounces mm -hmm. on it i'm like that is exactly Xantrios. this animation i felt like um Zamtrios uh, mixed yeah. with uh coral boogie boogie yeah exactly yeah but uh, now it's a squirrel yeah, the yeah. most recent thing I fought was the uh, Flame Garen Golem, is what I call him. It looks like Garen Golem, <laughs> kind of. He's got fire all over him. Talk about the monkey? Mm hmm. I guess he doesn't look like Garen oh. Golem. He kind of acts like Garen Golem. He's got like a slap that, like, you know, he's got some. Yeah, moves. that's that was a hotly debated monster between my brother and I. We both did not like him because he no, yeah. his tracking is just Crazy. insane. You can actually see him follow you midair like yeah midair like he's doing an attack and if you dodge behind him he will literally do the 360. pivot 360 yeah. at the speed of you dodging and it's just like yeah it's frustrating that, that doesn't way. make any sense at all right so yeah. i've been playing mostly with the bow and that's interesting enough um all the weapons are, are pretty interesting at least the ones i have unlocked so far so that's fun. That should keep me busy for a little bit until Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out, I would assume. But, uh, yeah, that's been yeah. my week. <laughs> awesome. And Sasha. Hi. Is, uh, are also you here. gone yet? <laughs> are you gone yet? Or are you no. Still... No. Um, I have until the 29th, uh, but I, I'm okay. pretty much on the, on the fuck around now. <laughs> Um, most of the cases have transitioned and I'm just kind of, they left me evening cases just to give me a, you know, an extra little fuck you to me. But, you know, I, I've, uh, I got barely, barely any work to do for the next two weeks. And then I think I'm only going to have two weeks off between jobs and yeah. Still good. Still a good yeah. time. So I've been getting a lot okay. of time with my my kid. Uh, we had a lazy day. She laid in bed with me mostly because I knew she wanted to play Barbies, and maybe I did not want to play Barbies. So mm. I was strongly encouraging. Let's mm. snuggle in bed and eat candy and read. And <laughs> um, I'll, I'll see if I can find it and send it to uh, the pod chat. But there was a uh, unfortunate target signing that they made is, is related Barbie to Barbie. Really? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Let's just say they either need to incorporate upper and lowercase letters into their signage, or they need to have hyphens. Sure. All right. All right. I, All right. Actually, I'm uh, sending it to the planning chat just because that's what's open right now. And sure. sent. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Barbie the rapist playset. Yes. Oh, oh my. So, um, what, what is it? Therapist. Therapist. 
Oh. A hyphen or, you know, upper and lowercase letters would be a better choice just because. Because that's how you, I mean, like, when so I go to a therapist uh, once every two weeks and have been for quite a while now. And uh, my brother calls it the rapist. So, yeah, I knew what it was right away. (laughs) I see. I read therapist first just to plead ignorance. (laughs) I read the title first. Uh, which is why I read it the the not correct the, way the, the first cor- time around. Incorrect way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm a fan of uh, what we call in programming language camel casing. So you, you capitalize the first letter of every word regardless of the word. Mm-hmm. Right. And then everything else is lowercase. Yep. So it's like a camel's hump mm-hmm. in the sentence. That would have come in handy there. Yeah, it would have. Um, but I'm sure they're all caps on their fonts for that, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So, um, real quick, you know, it is episode 300, so we're going to do a couple things. We're going to do uh, we're going to do a monster bracket. Um, we're only going to do five monsters tonight, and we're also because it was recently Valentine's Day. Uh, talk about three rom com slash romantic movies that with it we enjoy. Um, I'm sure that was much more difficult for you guys than, than it was for me to find the movies, uh, even though I could not remember one, uh, cause I seem to be the only one that enjoys romantic movies at times (laughs) with two horror buffs. And we don't really know Dylan's movie tastes quite, quite as of yet. Um, I listen to romancing the pot as well as horror virgin. So I mean, I used to, when I was listening to them, I haven't started listening to them again since i just lost interest i I just i can't Mm -hmm. nitpicking about certain things just got on my nerves too many times and i was just out i have better things to do uh like listen to a book which i finished jurassic park it took me a long time but i finished it nice i didn't realize i was sitting at 21 minutes left for a long time like literally a week i was sitting at 21 minutes left i was like i just gotta finish this right like i just it's 21 minutes <laughs> so how do you think so, the uh raptors compare to the movie um they're far more intelligent in the books than they are in the movie which is scary uh mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they really do not sell in the movies how much that they act like birds in the books versus uh what they do in the movies the movies they're just like generically smart horror dinosaurs and the and the book it's just like oh no these are incredibly smart birds that mm-hmm. are now trying to the, the the cliffhanger at the end of the book spoilers for jurassic park from 1980 something uh is uh they want to migrate off the island and they have migrating habits so that was mm-hmm. a footnote in the jurassic park movie uh, whereas it's a huge deal in the book. Um, so yeah, we're going to do a couple rom-com movies, do a monster bracket, sort of like pseudo celebration for the origins of the podcast and that kind of thing. Um, but real quick as a episode 300, uh, it's been a long time. I started this podcast, uh, for kind of two reasons. Um, I initially just started, you know, like, 
hey, I was super hyped for Monster Hunter World and I there wasn't a Monster Hunter podcast at the time. Literally, there wasn't. The only one there had ever been was Shepard's podcast about the third generation stuff. And that had been dead for a while now um, at the point. Mm-hmm. So I started r slash monster hunter pod because at the time i was a moderator of reddit's monster hunter page uh and i had the endorsement by the fellow moderators to facilitate it through the reddit uh and then they backed out on that and that caused some more tension which i was already having tension with other mods um to put it lightly being complete controlling jerkwads to users uh at times so eventually i stepped away but not before rebranding the podcast to what we have now uh which started in pretty much october of that year in 2017 uh i started with a co-host who was a fellow mod uh he backed away as soon as i rebranded uh he'd had college time uh he was in college at the time and he couldn't uh keep it up so then we had I believe Lobarin was his name. Uh, it's been a while. I'm sorry if I'm messing up people's screen names and whatnot, but uh, he was a good friend for a, a time for the podcast. Then we had, um, oh goodness, I can't remember his name. He was really helpful though. He still has his own podcast, uh, Aaron something. Uh, he helped me learn how to use Twitter and that kind of stuff to sort of promote the podcast and get away from Reddit and that kind of stuff. Um, and then we uh, eventually brought on another guy um, and uh, Aaron left and I had the three of us for quite a while and then stuff with my divorce uh, got really heavy uh, and then I had to take a hiatus. And when I came back the following year in 2019, uh, at that point, um, we became a general podcast, what we are now. And that's where I adopted the video game podcast, Born of the Monster Hunter Community, because we still had strong Monster Hunter ties. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, we've had several awesome guests, including Eric's, the original Eric's from Eric's Gaming, NCH Productions, who does all the crazy monster hunter cartoons um we've had uh vt who's a good friend of the show uh he's not like a super giant youtuber or streamer but he was known in the monster community for quite a while for compilation videos um and just meeting a lot of people like for instance you three like it's been awesome we've had pan i really miss having pan on too um when she stepped away a couple years ago now um yeah it's just been kind of a wild ride for 300 episodes uh a little footnote um i was actually telling my daughter this today because she was interested in the 300 stuff you know just me doing my 300th episode i did start it because i was hyped and there wasn't another podcast but another part was i didn't get to talk about monster hunter or even video games at the time because uh well my my significant other had essentially isolated me and I had no friends at work uh, because, you know, work was difficult for me and I had to focus on it. Um, so I didn't get to talk about video games with people unless I talked to my friends in Columbus, which wasn't too often. So I created this to be able to talk about video games with people who are like minded because the ex-wife was very not into me talking to her about what I liked. 
Uh, so <laughs> here we are. Um, and I've enjoyed it ever since. So it's been a very important show to me personally. And it's part, you know, part of uh, why I keep this thing going. And so thank you guys for being on here. Uh, Sasha, you've been here quite a while. Aces, you, you've been here quite a while yourself. Mm-hmm. And Dylan, you may be the newest to the crew, but still enjoy your company. Fifth I mean, episode. This is what, episode five or three four? for you? I think it's four. Four? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Big 300. So, um, I say that we lead off with the uh, Monster Hunter bracket, uh, considering it's it's closest to the to the theme today. And we'll talk about Valentine's stuff later, I guess. And then uh, go from there. So, uh, we're only bringing five monsters apiece today. We do have backups in, uh, in case there's overlaps, because, I mean, there's a lot of favorite monsters by people. So we'll, uh, although I know I've pretty good guess on two of them that Ace has. And I did not pick those. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Speaking of which, Ace. So we're going to do this bracket of the best Monster Hunter monster, I guess. Uh, and Sasha's going to pick on vibes only. So yep. Ace, lead us yep. off. <laughs> is this, wait, is this. Small monsters or large monsters? Large monsters, I thought. <laughs> or any monster, uh, I guess. I got that wrong, too, because you wrote in the chat a small monster bracket, which I think you meant like a small bracket, but not Yes, small a small monster. bracket. Okay, but I thought yeah. it was small monsters, which I think oh, Ace did, too. Oh, you can think of your five favorite large monsters. I can, per- yeah. I'm just saying, that's funny. <laughs> I, think I don't think Ace- Sasha would even know that... Di- Sasha wouldn't even know that distinction. Yeah. To be honest. No. No. Okay. And I think I, me and Ace were on the same page there. We're yeah. like, uh <laughs> Do you want me to lead off then? Give you a little bit of time? Yeah. No. I can I can definitely come up with things on the fly. Uh first up would be Nursilla. Yep, and that's one of the ones I expected. For sure. I uh as I've stated before, I love the creepy monsters and purple purple crystal hippie poison spider is uh one of my favorites mm-hmm. and it still pisses me off what they did to it in the monster hunter movie because mm-hmm. it's just a generic movie spider with some spikes on its back and no yeah, character I, I think it was i think it was a little interesting how they made it so abundant that's um, fine because that is exists yeah. with spiders and I would have been completely fine with that if they had portrayed it with the actual character that is inherent in the monster because I forget where they showed it but I watched someone did a TikTok reaction to the spider island or whatever have you seen this thing where it was like literally like these fist-sized spiders that had built webs but there was literally hundreds of thousands of them just like all over a block. Like they were just infesting this whole street block. I mean, like I think that's a pretty, down to the... pretty common occurrence, especially in like Australia. They have like essentially a spider blooming season where like all the 
eggs and stuff hatch and like hmm. stuff looks like it's no just these covered. were adults these were adult spiders mm-hmm. okay I don't know it just it was really funny to see but yeah I agree that we should have had the more uniqueness of Nicilla. But I'm glad we got some representation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a common monster. It's not a fan favorite for most people. Uh, but I'm glad I got some representation in the movie, even if it was a little skewed. Yeah. That's just my thoughts. Okay. It's so Nersilla, the it giant... still frustrates me, unfortunately. The giant poison crystal sleep spider. Because it does poison and sleep. Okay. There's Scylla. Um Dylan, what do you got? We'll go with uh, Nargacuga. Um, fantastic monster. Uh, flagship for the best, one of the best of the Monster Hunter games for Freedom Unite. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a all around good one. He's got the spiky tail. He can throw thorns at you from the tail. Uh, his whole idea is that he's like a panther dragon kind of deal. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, just a good one. That like like in his original cutscene in in Freedom Unite, he like which I know this is probably is more common now with like some of the newer Monster Hunter games, but like he like sneaks up on you, and that's like his whole shtick is that like he's a silent monster and um yeah nothing to do this for sasha sasha's sake oh so she she can see see. yeah yeah nothing too so like nursilla unique well i guess he's unique in his own way but nothing too like crazy and out of left field with this guy but he's just like all around solid um and his weapons are generally always good, which is a big thing for me. I like a monster if I want to fight it for its weapons or its armor. You know, there's got to be a reason that I want to keep fighting a monster. Um, yeah. So when a monster has crappy weapons, I'm like, I've got to fight him again because I'm not going to get the weapons or the armor. And so, um, so especially in, yeah. in a base rise, his his weapons were crazy good. They were like way better than everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're always. Well, I mean, they're cool. If looking. you don't care about element, yes, yes, they well, they I were care, the best. I care, yeah, I care about element. That's so true. I never touched them. Yeah. So, so just all around good. Um, always been a fun one to fight. And what he's been in a lot of the games now. He's been in World and, and Rise and Unite and Freedom uh, Generations Ultimate. Three alt. Uh, three. No, not three ultimate. Was um, he in three? Yeah, three. Three ultimate, right? I think he was in three. Because then they have green Nargacuga also in three ultimate. Yeah. Right. Because that's where Lucent Narga comes yeah, from. Yeah, three ultimate. Too. Which is um, a great version of him, but he I just... was in. He was in four ultimate. We got him in generations, and then we got him again. Yeah. I don't. He might not have been in four ultimate. I, I'm hazy. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not an encyclopedia for the no, series. I, I try. I don't. I don't know but, exactly what those two games. I know he's in generations ultimate though. And, He's a pretty consistent one, and I'm sure he'll have a pretty good chance of being in Wilds too. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping they pull the they they pull what I've been daring the Pokemon cowards to do, and just pull a whole new roster without 
bring in any back except for Rathalos and Rathian. We know Rathalos is in the game. We've seen oh, him yeah, already. He's true. the only large monster we've seen mm-hmm. in Wilds, but yeah. Yeah, so good base monster. and uh, uh, It's one of my favorites for sure. All right. Nursilla, Nargakuga, Sasha, what's your what's your first buy? <laughs> okay. Um, forgive me, because I'm definitely going to butcher names. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Puke Puke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that is completely correct. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Puke Puke is a fun monster. Yeah. He's he's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Like the he's... colors, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like a he's like a poison parrot with a yeah. Tongue. I feel like I would I would pick this as a Pokemon. And so, we did this in the the guess the monster last week, and you described the tail as like one of those perfume bottles, which is like the best way to describe his tail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's in my choice. The Witcher crossover event, you save a oh, Puke yeah. Puke and then fight alongside it to defeat the Leshen. Is that the yes. only time you ever fight alongside a monster in any Monster Hunter? Might be outside outside of the horrid garbage fucking series that is stories yes oh. you hate stories <laughs> <laughs> it's fine for what it is but that's no that's I, i'm cool. exaggerating you can hate i'm it. okay with stories i hate the protagonist i yeah. really hate the protagonist but yeah story as a concept stories is fine it's just they try to make it a more interesting pokemon like game it's just not it's just it's okay. <laughs> so, bouquet, bouquet. Uh, my first entrant uh, is going to be my pride and favorite, Diablos. Just because. No way. <laughs> Figured. He is one of the more staple monsters of the series. He is mm-hmm. so fun. I like him. He's a giant triceratops with two legs. He's a biceratops. Now, tri- yeah, true. <laughs> He's a ceratopsian. There you go. There you He's go. a ceratopsian with two legs, and he eats cactus. He's an herbivore. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that clinched him for like being one of my favorites is the fact that he's just a giant territorial herbivore. Like, and it's one of the few monsters that we actually get like some ecology based on the subspecies. Most subspecies are like, it's older or it's just a pilot swap, but we didn't give you an explanation. And when you have a black Diablos, uh, originally it used to be a pregnant Diablos. Uh, now they have retconned that in monster hunter uh, world to be a Diablos in heat. So hence why it's more aggressive. So yeah, I uh, just love Diablos. Always have, and always will. So this is one that I would think should be in wilds. I would be surprised if they don't bring this one forward. He's kind it's, of it's. He's the third most repeated yeah. monster, right? Right behind Rathalos. Yes. Him. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he he's in my opinion an evergreen, even though I've been proven wrong on that twice now. But but he always came in the expansions. He was never left out of the generation. Always did. Yeah. Yeah. Entirely. When you when you have the completed game, he's always there. So. Alrighty, 
Next one, Ace. Iggy Knox. Yep, and that was the other one. Deadly Poison Leech Monster. That a lot of people dislike, but I enjoy because, again, I like the creepy monsters. This is the replacement uh, for Kazoo, eventually, Sasha. So they, the third generation of the monsters had a bunch of replace the old generation monsters and kind of fill the same niche. This is exactly what replaced the penis weapon. They went from a, <laughs> they went from a lamprey to a leech, essentially. He does have or, a more like interesting move set and skeleton than Kizzy does for sure. Or if you want to be vulgar about it from a penis to a flesh <laughs> you can say penis but you can't say fleshlight I mean I was trying to be <laughs> a little bit more the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay I mean yeah. it'd be bad if Emery what do you do you like his uh, subspecies fight I only ever fought baleful like Nuts. yeah yeah, it's it's funny that it's a little bit too close to Kazu then because it's yeah electric, right. But... That's what I thought. It goes yeah. it goes from a pure poison monster to a pure lightning monster, which just makes it a Kazu. Which it's supposed to be like, like partially paralysis, so they stick with the statuses. But yeah, it just mm-hmm. is electric essentially. So yeah, there's not many it... monsters that are pure paralysis though. Yeah, aside I think from they Gen could have made it more interesting and had it be either like sort of like purple Giganox versus normal Giganox, or it could have been like a different kind of poison that inflicts like sort of like a gunk status, but also poisons you, so it slows you down. Well, it's also funny, you. too, because when he gets mad, he turns red, the Bayful Giganox, so you're like, it looks just like red Kisu. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm not scrolling down any further. I hit the limit on that one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm not looking at Monster Hunter Anthro today. Dear God, no. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Dylan, what's your next one? Yeah, this is the best fight, in my opinion, in all of Monster Hunter, Alatrion, especially in high school, which is actually the only place I've fought him. I didn't fight him in three. Did so. you hear that this recently came up in debate again? What's the debate? Uh, the debate that it was the first time is it a fair fight in oh. in uh, world because no. uh, just play with because, elements it'll be fine you'll be okay you won't die if you use element to fight something instead of rock <laughs> uh, because of oh what's his Asmongold oh, because of Asmongold yeah. getting to it did he not and him being like this is the most bullshit fight I've ever had and I mm-hmm. play WoW like he, he was just no. like over the over the 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 hill on like he was just like nope 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 what and is then the he deal did some research well yeah. he also had a really shitty absent-minded take on ai and art so i really don't I agree. put stock in anything that he says i'm just saying it came up because he's a giant youtuber that was part mm-hmm. of this movement and then he talked about it yeah. and then people are now debating it all over again 
people get all upset when they have to change how they play to overcome a monster, but that's how the game is like that's what it's about. It's about finding a different way to overcome things when it when it's challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Which, am just trying to find a really decent picture of this thing. It's yeah, so it's, tough. It's kind of tough there. But he's cool. He can use in Iceborne he can use all the elements. Um in the old games he couldn't use water, but he can use all the elements. Mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. shifts what element is active between fire and ice as the main element, and that changes his elemental weakness and stuff. So that's a lot of fun, I think. Um, and he has he is hit, the elemental dragon. Yeah. The people, you know, just for Sasha's sake, they get mad about he's got an elemental DPS check. Essentially, if you don't do enough elemental damage uh, with the correct element before a certain time, he, he essentially squad wipes everybody. Uh, yep one hit ko which if the whole part if you're playing solo which i beat him mostly solo um doesn't end the fight so <laughs> you keep going this is the uh yeah. this is the fight where the morgue beam came into fruition mm-hmm. the term the morgue beam our previous co-host morgue uh could not for the life of him dodge the side sweeping beam at all <laughs> he just that was just Couldn't roll every time it. that happened <laughs> He just, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. Just uh, and we wiped so it. many times. Uh, we never completed it with Morg. Morg was our <laughs> bottleneck every time with that oh, Morg yeah. beam. And that's what we called it, the Morg beam. And then I ended up with my brother getting help from aforementioned VT and his now wife Dagger. And we, the four of us got it done. And I, one of my goals in, in, world originally when i fought this guy was to try to beat him with as many weapons as i could and i think i ended up beating him with like 11 of the 14 or 10 of the 14 weapons. so because it took people till this monster to figure out when i was a charge blade user at the time that sat that the savage axe was a thing i didn't know savage <laughs> axe was a thing because i yeah. didn't watch guides yeah so like that that this this fight was like, hey, there's a whole mechanic you don't even know. Because mm-hmm. I watched uh, a Cantor X play it. And I was like, what is he doing with the charge blade? Why is it a buzzsaw? Yeah. And I was like, completely baffled. I've been playing this game for a year, a year and a half, two years. And not known that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's so, a good one. Alatrion. Good pick. Sasha, what's what's the next vibe? <laughs> the next vibe is I think it's a subspecies. Um Aurora Somnicanth. Uh-huh. I hate this one. I hate <laughs> this one so much. <laughs> oh, I love that you hate it. That, that makes me love its vibe even more. <laughs> it's just an ice somnicanth. It's I'm... not that cool. <laughs> Sure, I think it is. I think it's better. I think it's cooler than the original. I looked and considered both. I don't know. I like Aurora Somnicamp. This this monster really... um, It came to fight. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, Somnicamp was kind of a pushover in Base Rise. And then you play this thing in sunbreak and you're like 
it's a low-level monster. Whatever, they gave us a G-rank version of it, you know. We'll be fine. And so many people wiped this thing. So many people did not give it the respect it deserved. Uh, including myself, I did actually faint twice on my first attempt against this monster. I beat it, but like, who? I, I was like, okay, no, it's it's here, it's here for serious. It's 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 fighting for for real. I didn't like it because of the monsters you could get the, for afflicted materials. He gave you afflicted claws, and the other monsters that give afflicted claws, I always generally thought of as harder than him. So I fought him a lot, mm. and he just kind of is like you said, he's harder than you expect. And so he'd kill me a lot, and it just made me mad, <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is the the mermaid one we talked about last week, except it's just the ice variation. Yeah. All right. Frozen vibes. All right. I actually spelled Aurora right. Wow. All right. My next one is tried and true. uh, Rathalos. How could we not put him on the bracket? It's got to be there. He's got to be there. He's a flagship. I think he deserves to have some representation. He is the big boss. He is not really, well, the big boss. I hate how they make him a punching bag. They do this with like other, you know, like flagships of other series. It's like, hey, he's the biggest guy in the room. So it's like the Worf syndrome where everyone beats up Worf to see if he's stronger in Star Trek, as Pan pointed out one time, you know. Mm-hmm. He's big, bad, but people beat him up, and I am tired of him getting beat up. Uh, although he does beat up Anjanath uh, in uh, a lot of the world stuff. He's your typical fire wyvern. Uh, you know, he's kind of generic in some of those senses, but uh, his poison talons, his high aggression. He was the original invasion monster before that was a specific mechanic. Uh, he was the first uh, fuck around and find out monster, as we'll call it, in <laughs> Sasha's honor. Uh, the first monster to show up well before you're ready for him. Um, especially in the egg quest, where he was targeting you specifically for taking his eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, uh, I just enjoy him a lot. I enjoy him ecologically. I like that we have dimorphism between him and Rathian. Um uh, he's he's the staple of the series and it's hard to ignore him and I have always considered him a fun fight uh, excluding in generation one generation <laughs> one it was not a fun fight uh, you were on the ground waiting for him to attack you for half of the fight you get a free so free greatsword charge every time you land, so. true <laughs> true and now I did do the thing they did in the trailers which was one of my favorite moments in Monster Hunter of me doing is in the trailers, I always showed it the greatsword overhead chop, hitting him as he comes down for the strafe run across. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did do it and knocked him down once. And I was like, yes! Because it is so hard to yeah. pull. And he actually has to be at a threshold for him to be knocked down at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, just hitting him like that just doesn't mean he's going to fall down. He has to actually have to hit that health threshold. So, yeah, I like Rathalos. All right, next one, Ace. Uh, my next one, third one, is gonna be Digian Zenogre. 
I just love the Stygians and Ogre. Contrast of the silver, black, and red. Yeah, so the Goth Zenogre. Yeah. What did He's you... even got his moody over the shoulder look. Do you prefer him in his official art? In three U or in Iceborn? Uh I think Def- I kinda liked it a little bit more in Iceborn. But I think I like the armor a bit more from you yeah I like the fight more in Iceborne mm-hmm. yeah I like a lot of the yeah, classic armor and weapons and stuff from the older games unfortunately yeah, world I mean, and Iceborne kind of yeah. soured Which weapon and armor designs were uh, sort of fairly lackluster the yeah. uh, armors were generally okay. Note parts on the weapons. Yeah, the weapons were. Better. They're hit and miss. They're better than the weapons, that's for sure. But the weapons. That's my biggest gripe, probably about Iceborne. Some weapons like that. <laughs> uh, it's one of my gripes with Iceborne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Far from the largest. <laughs> yeah. Like, because the armor was still like distinct if i remember correctly for each monster but then Mm -hmm. a lot of the weapons just had the sort of stick on a scale or a claw yeah and that gave it and you'd have a couple of them would be unique yeah a couple of them would be unique but the rest of them wouldn't be like why you didn't yeah (laughs) yeah it was frustrating i i mean he's an interesting monster it's just you don't I've I've always got that lone wolf sort of like edgy vibe from Zenogre. Mm-hmm. And then you just ratchet up the edginess to high school age yeah. or yeah. Stygian Zenogre. Goth Zenogre. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say my my chemical Zenogre. My chemical Zenogre. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um Dylan, what's your uh, third one? Yeah, so I loved, like, Gameth in the old ones. That's not the one, sorry. I loved Gameth, but we haven't got, like, a new recreation of him since, mm-hmm. you know. Her, but yeah. Yeah, because the, the, we've got all the rest of the Faded Four in one of the newer generation games, but we haven't got Gameth. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Gameth ends up in, but this was kind of the placeholder in Sunbreak, so Gosharag. Um, not that he's a placeholder okay. monster specifically. He fills the same niche that Gamoth kind of had in terms of like a high raw damage yeah. ice monster. Sort of like the, yeah. the ice bruiser. Yeah, so um, definitely my favorite monster from all the new ones. Oh, in, it's two S's. Yeah. Okay. Favorite one from all the new ones in Rise and Sunbreak. Uh, pretty cool that he can... He kind of is like a hunter in himself because he can wield different weapons with the swords and the clubs on his... For his ice arms. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just a good fight. It's kind of fun because you actually fight him in his bipedal state. I don't think there's a ton of other monsters that you fight in bipedal states, um, like Lunagaron. Not, not a lot. Yeah. So a lot of the uh, a lot of the bear ones. Do yeah, this. they're he's, mainly he's just one the of the bear. more recent. Yeah. Bear one. 
Arzorus does a lot of swiping on his right. two legs. Yeah, like uh, Volvodon will but... sometimes too. Gombi will. Yeah. But just the bear ones. Yeah. But yeah, bear so... monsters, which are usually weaker. Uh, and then he's the one that kind of disproves that. So. And he had generally good weapons too, like real good for, for raw attack, like I said. So it was fun. He had a good reason to fight him. And I think you also needed some of his parts to make some of the good decorations. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he just falls into the category of the one I don't like too much, which is negative affinity. I just don't oh, yeah, he's that. got a little bit of negative affinity. But it was always lower than like Diablos' negative affinity. So. Yeah, as much as I love Diablos, I do not use his weapons. Just do not. Bad sharpness, bad affinity, crazy good attack. Bad affinity, <laughs> yeah. But, yep. So maybe Ganwith comes back one day and would replace him, but for now he's the one that I like yeah. in this. It's spot. unfortunate that we got <clears throat> All right. Popo, but not the Popo's room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've un- never liked that. Unofficially moniker. the Popo drum. Not officially the Popo drum. <laughs> yeah. Uh Sasha, what's the what's the third vibe for you? So I'm realizing that if you guys ever want to get me to play this game, your best chance is probably going to be Iceborne. Because the yeah, next the one's one. another Ice one. Um, Glacial Agnactor. Oh, he's not in Iceborne. <laughs> oh. Oh, he looks like it. He just seems like No, he, he is. He was Three a ultimate. one and done from. Three ultimate. Four ult- Three ultimate. Three he's, he seems like mm-hmm. he should be in Iceborne. He's pretty, uh, pretty icy. <laughs> I think uh, and that's, I know- that's the vibe I like. Yeah. Glacial Ignactor. Mm-hmm. Um, bear with me here. It's going to be a little bit of a ride with the webcam, but I'm going to show you. I don't think I've, you guys have actually seen. Uh, one of my displays is Glacial Ignactor. So bear with me here. Gonna take a trip. Yeah, he's a subspecies of fire Ignactor, the regular Ignactor. They don't call him anything, but he's just Ignactor. He shoots lava and stuff. So there's his cutscene. He eats a uh, a Geodrome, or Geoprey, and that's sort of like a Vardis nice. rendition of the cutscene. Nice. So yeah. Cool. All right. It's a vibe. I like it. He's a cool instance, too, where they took the subspecies and made them the opposite of what they were before. Because sometimes they just, like, build on what the original monster was. Or, like, his fire, now he's, like, blast or, like, stronger fire for the subspecies. But this one's cool where they flipped it. They're like, he's fire, now he's ice. It's also cool because as time goes on, it gets harder to hit Ignactor. Whereas Glacial Ignactor is the opposite. As time goes on, it gets easier to hit him because his ice is melting. Right. So, yeah, they they really good fight. I, I quite enjoy that. So, good vibe pick. It would be cool to see any version of Ignactor come yeah, back. Another of the implied monsters mm-hmm. that was left out. Yeah, right. Left out of some. Break. Yep. yep. On. On my hit list of, of monsters. Yep. You got Magma Almadron instead. So, my next one is the Mossy Boy, Durambaros. There you go. Or as I like to call him, Duram Duram. 
Duramboros, uh, the giant uh, mossy brute weapon, uh, mm-hmm. who is like a giant bull and has mountains on his back, and he is just absolutely ginormous. Um, he was a really fun fight. He turns into a freaking helicopter. <laughs> he spins so fast, he yeets himself into the air. Um, he is the one of the extremely few monsters that you can cut the tail with a hammer. Uh, his tail comes off because you can bludgeon it off. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, very fun uh, weak zones on his back humps. So like like literally the hardest weak zones that you can hit and, and try and uh, three ultimate. Sorry. Um, like, you know, like when you're hitting a weak zone, it's like you get that, like uh, the stutter, like the game freezes from how hard you hit it. And then this one, it feels like it's just like a loading screen when you hit it. Cause it's so hard. It's just like, please wait while loading and calculating damage. <laughs> like it's just, so long it's it's such a fun monster to both fight i love the concept um and i don't know i have a thing for herbivores another herbivore so he was weird in stories he was one of the like five monsters you couldn't actually ride that was in the game Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah they were probably too too big can't do it can't can't figure it out where's the saddle go don't know (laughs) (laughs) don't let him ride it (laughs) Yeah. Um, funny story about this. So uh, one of the people we've had on um, Cosme, who does a lot of the Monster Hunter art stuff, and we've I've actually been featuring some of his art for this. Uh, maybe we can find his his artist rendition as I scroll through. Um, he put his stuff there. It is right there. Nice. Uh, so this piece right here that he nice. did, he did at my request. Uh, just offhand um this is before we i knew him really well um but cosme uh had just done uh maybe um and i was like oh that's my favorite brute wyvern and i was like i was so excited and then i was like wait never mind i'm sorry i totally lied to you my favorite brute wyvern was durambros he's like now i know what i'm doing next and i was like that's awesome uh and yeah so i love the uh, and that was before i had the podcast nice i love the nch video too where they light him on fire and he becomes a restaurant yes <laughs> yeah which is literally yeah. the next picture down that's why yeah. i saw that yeah <laughs> yeah he's just, a, he's just and then a he just flies away cow. he's just helicopters away and they can't hunt him anymore it's like monsters left the locale <laughs> yeah yeah the monster has gotten away all right uh, Ace, uh, your fourth. My fourth will be Bloodbath Diablos. I like the lore behind it of surviving a hunter attack and then becoming a giant murder machine. I love the patterning on it. I like that it yeah. literally boils off the dried blood on its side. The hot blood. Mm-hmm. Just an all-around pretty badass, violent monster. Uh, it's actually the st- the stories version. 
Oh yeah, I used yeah. him in stories. He was like my go-to in stories. That's a really good, clean depiction of him. Yeah, yeah. Bloodbath is intense. He's probably one of the most difficult fights in Generations Ultimate, and that is a roster of monsters. That is the what was it, ninety-six monsters in that game, and he is probably the pinnacle. Uh- of difficulty I mean, at his red red Almarzeros was giving us a run for our money. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But this guy was worse. This guy like we had an idea of what to do with Red Helm. This guy came around, we're like, oh shit, oh just, shit. The just, entire just time to survive like, and hit what it is going can. on. Like yeah, yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bloodbath, an amazing monster. Um, I, I, I'm i going to miss Deviants. I don't think we're ever going to get stuff like this again, but pretty good. Love it. All right, Dylan, number four for you. Yeah, this one is one of my favorites, too, and it's probably my most controversial top monster, uh, Kushala Deora. That is a controversial <laughs> one for a lot of people. Not for me. I love him, but yeah, comes down to like like I said, armor and weapons. When you have cool armor, cool weapons that's good or decent or whatever, I want to fight you more often. So I love his armor. Has always had interesting, cool look. Um, I even love some of the new ones that they've made, like the Egyptian look on some of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's always he was like the um, first elder dragon you could fight in Monster Hunter Free the Night, so I fought him a ton. Like, you know, yeah. that's back when you had to poison him; otherwise, you literally couldn't attack him because uh, <laughs> of his wind aura. Yeah. I agree that his iceborn his his uh, iceborn rendition is really annoying to fight, but his sunbreak version is a ton of fun. I like, it. and I even love the uh, this was going to be Sidora a lot. So. My number one. Yeah. I think his best version um, was Rise. I also yeah, have for the sure. uh, for figure sure. builder statue or whatever creator's model statue of him. Um, I also yeah. love it just because mm-hmm. of the awesome. ecology video yeah, alone back cool. when they used to do those of him standing atop a mountain, yeah. molting its mm-hmm. skin. Shedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's molting really cool. his steel shell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I remember this one for for uh, well, we just finished up the uh, Sasha describes monsters. I will always remember this of Sasha describing it as the most generic ass dragon she's ever seen in the series, because <laughs> that stuck out to me. I was like, you know, you're not wrong. Yeah, like it, it like. Is. His fight I still is, can it, it, tell you what like is special about it. It's hard to depict that he's supposed to be like, wind. He's supposed to control yeah, wind. If you fought him, you would know. But not having fought him, I totally agree. Right. <laughs> he's typically covered in like tornadoes. Like maybe that. Like, but that, that just makes him that look fuzzy. That would have been. That would have been better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that yeah. just makes him look fuzzy. Back up, there's so the I'm just statue. Like, eh. So I'm glad that they kind of did away with his world. Yeah. Up. More. One more. The, that? Yeah. Yeah, more. his world tornadoes. Oh, no, that. Because it's the... There. That one. So that calls back to the actual oh, 
Oh, you, you know, you know why I skipped over that? Oh, I didn't see the other thing next to it. That doesn't matter. Yep. I was carrying. I just saw the statue. Yeah, that's that calls why back I to the actual scene it. and uh, in the environment <laughs> in the snowy mountains. There's a molted Kushala skin on the top of the mountain mm-hmm. that you can actually carve from. Mm-hmm. And yep. in the Horror yeah. Frost Reach as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool monster, classic monster now for Monster Hunter. Um, and I really like what they did with him in Sunbreak and Rise. Yep. Kushala. All right. Sasha, vibe number four. All right. I'm probably going to say this one wrong. Maybe not. Who knows? Luna Garon. Luna Garon. Luna Garon? Luna Garon. There it is. He's actually a very recent one. He is from uh, Sunbreak. Uh, Sunbreak, yeah. He is the werewolf we yeah. talked about, where there was ones uh, based on classic monsters. He is the werewolf one, for sure. He's got the interesting mechanic where you get a fight him when he's in all fours, and then he gets mad, and he goes bipedal and goes crazy. Throws ice mm-hmm. talons and stuff. So. Starts coming at you like the chick Howls at the moon. X-Men 2 United that gets uh, adamantium nails. Ooh, this is actually kind of cool. This is one uh, one of the original concept arts they had for him. That's cool. They they do the wolf monsters very well. As much as Zenogre, I feel, is overdone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was always unique in being based off of a wolf. And you get Luna Garen, and it's just like, yeah, they just did it better, Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, another ice monster for sure. Uh, yeah, how many ice monsters? Yeah. A lot of ice monsters. I guess that's just what um, I like, you know. I mean, she had Aurora, she had Puke Puke, and yeah, Glacial Ignactor. Luna Garen. Glacial Ignactor. There you go. Yeah, you you've got a pattern for sure. <laughs> Which yeah, is funny because right. a lot of not choices. All of those, not all of those are in ice. <laughs> no but like they no. should be i mean uh. yeah you would think there would have been a lot more ice monsters and iceborne but i think that's one of the criticisms it had they had a lot of ice monsters that's for sure but they kind of dropped off after those initial three the flagship like, it's all about the flagship right it's all about the kind of yeah ice monster yeah it's <clears> true <throat> all right so my next one uh, is just the regular vanilla Ignactor. There you go. Which is the lava version of Ignactor. Uh, I love that he's a drill. He just drills through volcanic rock. Um, which he does that in the ice areas too. Um, I remember the first time seeing this monster in Try and being like, okay, this is this is serious. This uh, this is awesome. Like I I can't. I couldn't get over myself. And then being a person who loves the ecology that they do in the series, knowing that he couldn't create his own spark and that he had to do his teeth clacking to spark his own teeth to ignite the fu- the gases that he expels into the fire beam. So beautiful. Concept. What, what monster does he kill in his opening cutscene? Is it an Aragon? Pretty sure. 
He yeah. does. He takes out an Aragon just like that. He's just like, yeah, that's dead. <laughs> You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I I loved him so much. Uh, I think I actually took a picture. So when I first, this is like literally like when the game came out. You know, I felt like I re- told you guys I recently found some of my old sketchbooks. Um, I sketched a very, it's, it's hard to see. Um, but I sketched a my theory as to why Ignactor was in the game and not Gravius. I'll see if him. I can't. <laughs> see if I can't. Um, I was going to say it. its ability also re- reminds me of uh, the two-headed dragon from How to Train Your Dragon, where one head emits the gases and the other ignites them. Yes. It's very light because it's not colored and uh, this is from like literally like 2009 when the game came out. But yeah, that was my sketch of it. I don't know if I remember, but wasn't was it ever confirmed that they were trying to put him into world, but they had to put Lavesia? Was that ever confirmed that they had to put Lavesia in? It was only Legaigris was confirmed that they were trying to put in. Okay, so then Um, everyone thinks they were trying to put him into world as well, but then they had to have having to do Levisia. I think that's literally just a leap in logic because yeah. Gygris is the same body type. Right. Um, yeah. What have been cool. drilling, drilling through the, the earth. I just love it. I love the, sp- um, the spark. Cause he's, cause Levisia stole his mechanic in the world. Right. So I don't know if you listen so to mm-hmm. one of the episodes with, uh, his name the guest who we had a couple times recently i'm blanking on his name ixion um i mentioned with my monster hunter encyclopedia i had a few like my idea for monsters i had an idea of having a symbiotic uh uh, agnactor that uh, lived in the shell of zora magdaros and would defend it from oh, hunters cool. and from uh, yeah, uh, Nergigante. <laughs> yep, I just love Ignator. And yeah, it's a good idea for Zora. But that it has, make it yeah, more it has, <laughs> yeah. God, that I love Zora as a concept, but yeah. as a fight, dear it's goodness, no. Um, yeah. So uh, my final uh, one, final one, will be acidic glavinus. I haven't had an overlap yet. Already liked glavinus. Already liked nice. its uh, what was it a subspecies or a deviant? I think it was a deviant because that's generations ultimate. But the subspecies for iceborne, where he is essentially a samurai that hones his sword to a razor's edge and then uses it almost surgically against you is pretty awesome. Yep. Good old blade tail. I remember this one has the poison crystals flying above him with the insect glaive. And he literally just (laughs) like poked me out of the air. And I'm like, Oh, what is he actually? (laughs) Like I said, sort of like, directly Ooh, I like that. strikes you yeah. I like that side as yeah. opposed to like the giant yeah. leap 
leap and twists mm -hmm. to strike down on you. To be fair, um, a monster with a tail like that would never stab you with a tail. It would. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't have any force behind it. It would always do the sweeping things that. Right. Robinus That's. Does. However, it's still cool. <laughs> it is still cool. The only disappointment I have is that we never got to see Acidic Clavinus's great sword because it was never mm -hmm. uh, the unique design. Yeah. Which would have been cool because the regular. Well, it had Clavinus... a long sword. Yeah. It was based off of the long sword, whereas the regular Glavinus was based off the great sword. I know, so. but they didn't have the the great sword model in at all for either of them, so it was just unfortunate for Iceborne because they got the yeah. taped on parts instead of the unique weapon treatment. Yeah. Which would have been awesome to see yeah. for both of them. But... Oh, well. Yep. All right. Dylan, final one. Yeah, we haven't got a version of this one in yet, so Gold Rathian. Ooh. Rathian, base Rathian, is the first monster they ever created. Um, and then Rathalos was created, so origin of Monster Hunter starts with Rathian. Um, and then Gold is just the superior version of Rathian. Um, especially the the strongest of the mama. Right. Especially in recent generations, the fights have gotten a lot better, and they're a ton of fun. I think they're done really well. I love the I, what did the glowing yeah. fire aura that they get now with their head and their throat becoming taking more damage. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of a good representation yeah. of it with the red head and the right bluish chest. Yeah, and Rathian. So I remember Rathian's always been one of my favorites. It's one I like to train on to practice different weapon types and stuff like that. So Goldorathian's just a more intense version. And uh, I remember... She still holds the, the record for Fortwan cart count. Rathian. Nice. Base Rathian. So I remember in, in Unite, I got the Gold Rathian, Rathian G-Rank armor, which took a Heavenly Scale for every piece. So you had to get five Heavenly Scales in the old game, which was way harder. <laughs> there was not a good way to like meld for it. And I was so low, so you couldn't play with other people. So I got five Heavenly Scales to get all of that armor, and I must have fought him, or her, must have fought her like 60 or 70 times. That was a 1% times. drop rate, dude. That was a 1% Did solo. hundreds of Dear tail goodness. runs, you know, run in there, throw a flash bomb, cut off the tail as fast as you can, which wasn't super fast back then. It still took like five minutes to cut the tail off back then, <sighs> even if you were good. Don't even. Throw another flash bomb, God. carve it. Did you get it? Yes or no? Leave the quest. Did you get it? Yes. Okay, let him kill you three times. <laughs> um, I hated those. I yeah. hate be. I, I I hated the concept of yeah, just let it kill me three times so I can keep the item. Yeah. It's like no, I'm going to kill it. Now yeah. that I have the thing, I'm going to kill it because that actually gives you another chance, even right. if it was minuscule. But like, I mean, I did like the time, like which takes longer, or whatever. So like eventually, I did go to the tail runs, but I I killed it a lot. Like, I didn't shy away from killing it. No, and, I uh, refuse. I do not care how long it takes. That is yeah. why I'm at 1,200 hours for both Iceborne and Sunbreak. Yeah. I refuse in my crown hunting to do this measuring bullshit of, that people do and abandon the quest if it's the right size or not. Like, I am just... Yeah. 
I will eyeball it, and then I will fight it. And I was like, well, it was a normal one. I killed another one. Number 672. Let's go for 73. Like, I just... For sure. I, I've I've never done that many. I, but, like I said, I think 232 was my record for the highest going. But So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, the recent versions of, the, of both this one and Silver Rattles are awesome. Um, so, got to throw this one in there. Yeah. Alrighty, Sasha, last vibe for you. Um, I had to pick the unicorn, Kieran. Oh, nice. Yeah, good one. Yeah, Kieran is amazing. Legitimately, one of my favorites, to be honest. Also, the only monster that's it. like that small. There's nothing else that's really that small except for like the Shackalaka King and the other one, like you know. So, uh, Boldrome is is close yeah, to he's that size. Small too. And the, the brain oh, I have to say Monster Hunter because it's, it's the only Kelby. thing. Yeah, yeah. Kelby drone. And everyone yep. loves that uh, Hunter Rank forty nine tempered curing quest from Monster Hunter World. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a nice art fan art. But yeah, Kieran, the 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 bearded unicorn, essentially. An elder dragon, too. Yep. <laughs> Who also looks like they should be an iceborn. Just saying. It's an iceborn. Uh, <laughs> they are. They were in base world, See? so they were an iceborn. There was uh, there was a leak that said Orochi Karen, which was the ice version of this, was going to be an iceborn. And it was the only monster in the entire leak that didn't show up. Got everything else. Everything else in the leak ended up being true. Thanks, this COVID. Was... Probably COVID's fault we didn't get a Roshi Kirin. Yeah, and a Roshi Kirin only appeared in Generations Ultimate. It was four not. Ultimate? Or what? Oh, no. Was that Four Ultimate? Four Ultimate. Four Ultimate. I've never fought a Roshi four Kirin, Ultimate. and I never finished Four Ultimate. So. Yeah. So I get the two confused. They're so close together in time. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's actually a Roshi Kirin there. Yeah, it turns purple. For ice. Cool. Yeah. Oreo's going nuts. Alright. Um, so my final one, and I didn't have to use any backups, and I kind of sad I didn't get to use my backups, but oh well. Um, let's see out. Nice. <laughs> and I know this is hated by a lot of people in the community. I love this one. I know. <laughs> But I love Plesioth. Yeah. Plesioth, the original Shark Boy from Monster Hunter 1 all the way up until now. He's just a giant fish with legs and he seems uninteresting. But the amount of rage that he caused the community for his well, hitboxes because people just didn't understand how to fucking dodge. Well, for yeah. all the people that have their. Will always for all live the people in my that have heart. their gripes against him. You'll always have. Uh, for ultimate and the cat village that turned him into a joke with the net launcher. That's true, Gio. That literally pulled up. <laughs> Bless you. Now, <laughs> I remember that he wasn't a favorite of mine in the original game because he was just that annoying. He would not come out of the yeah. uh, the water. However. When we saw him again in 3 Ultimate, 
oh boy. Yeah, you could go I in was and get like, Yeah, I was like, he jumped into the water, I'm going in after him. Like, that was like what I was waiting for. It's one of the things that I was very upset about in Try. I was like, how could you not put in Plesioth? He'd have been in every game up until then. And yeah. Plesioth was like the one monster that you were always like, your instinct was like, I'm going in after him because he's not coming out of the water. So like you get the water combat and then he's not in the game. Three ultimate redeemed itself with yeah. that uh, being one of the, let's say hidden flag flagship monsters. The true flagship of three ultimate was uh Brachidius, but, uh, but uh, some alternate covers actually had Plesioth, uh and a lot of splash art and fan, uh, not fan stuff, but like official art had a lot of Plesioth okay. in it. Um, as well as Azur Rathalos for the American yeah. uh, cover. So, yeah. Plesioth, the fish wyvern. And know, I think that, that wraps it up a, for us. Real quick with Plesioth, if you were a gunner in the old old games before you could go in the water to get him, you could kill him in the water mm-hmm. and you didn't get carbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shot him. That's true. Him. Yeah, did that That's a true. few times. Yep. Yeah, he was... So I don't remember fun. how it occurred, but that also happened in Freedom Unite in the volcanic map with Rajong. Oh. oh yeah. My brother and I killed a Rajong in the lava and we couldn't get to it. That's the constant and we thing were like, volcanoes in those games. <laughs> I was like, how what uh, or it would also uh, suck when you'd I think I did that to right a the, uh, one time. zone barrier. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Yeah, that is the one thing about zone barriers I I did not like is, uh, oh no, we killed it too close to the zone barrier. Are we gonna, are we gonna teleport yeah, let me, away? Let me crouch down and yeah, walk as close to it as I possibly can. Nope, I'm in the next zone. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I also did have we have because, our list as we said when we started. You thought this was a. Uh, small monster tier yeah. list. I have the honorable slash dishonorable mention of uh, Kanshu, which in the pod <laughs> chat I sent the NCH video on Kanshu, which I think Sasha you would enjoy. I've seen it. I don't. I don't know. That's kind of like an inside baseball one, but she might. That was very much a problem of four ultimate specifically. Yeah. I had Genprey as my top one for the small monsters because I think that's the coolest of all the little mm-hmm. drone packs. One of my backups was a small monster. Yeah. Uh, which was uh, Aptonoth. Oh yeah, classic. He's been in every game except for Except for Rise, because Rise Why? decided to take all ecology and shoot it in the face. Could have just put him in there. Now yeah. it's just the only monsters that have been in every game are Kelby and Rathalos Racing. Yep. Yep. That's true. The list is dwindling. There's only three left. 
Well, it wasn't a lot. I mean, try really cut down that list. Yeah, they did hard. Try, try, try was really, really trying to get that uh, list down. Because the only three large monsters that returned are Rathalos, Rathian, and Diablos. And small monsters, it was Aptanoth, Kelby, and Absorus. And that was it. So, we didn't even have Bullfango. I don't think we even had Mooswine in in Try, did we? I think we did. Alright, so... As we're getting the... uh, pairings down um i i don't think i want to focus specifically on do they win in a fight i think that can be an aspect however i i do want to just focus on the monster overall if we can cool factor unique designs things like that yeah the vibe sasha isn't gonna Sasha's only going to be able to go off the vibe and uh, yeah. basically the visual fantasy of it. And then you got. Like, um, I don't. I don't think we should really worry about type advantages as well. Uh, that would be. Well, I, I mean, know. if we go just pure based one on one, I think Latrion would beat all of them, right? <laughs> I don't think there's something in here that would be. Yeah, Latrion is. Yeah, definitely the. Because that's definitely canonly the strongest of all these. You could just have that be like, I guess maybe like a tiebreaker if you can't come yeah, down to a deciding factor. Then who yeah, if we're two fight? and two on it, then I guess we could say who would win the fight. Yeah, we still need team 18. Say so if we need to add yeah, some, I'm sure we part. could all come up with something that could better bracket if you wanted, but. No, no, no. This this is my favorite bracket creator. Just the last time we did it, it was it doesn't support over thirty two. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, oh. Match one is gonna be a oh, rough one. That is tough. So while we're doing that, <laughs> uh, let's just start it. Match one. Number seed 17 versus 16, Diablos versus Rathalos. Hmm. Well. Uh, My first thought is that Diablos is definitely more unique in terms of its design, right? And its fight and whatnot. Whereas, yeah, because Rathalos is your sort of generic right. fire Very generic. dragon fantasy. But that was yes. the point of Rathalos, right? It was to be yes. like, yeah, he's the flagship of the series. So it's hard for me to say Diablos over him just because of that. So Oh my 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 instincts want to say Rathalos because of how important he is to the series. However, Diablos is a very, very, very close second to that. Like right. anywhere Diablos yeah. has been, Rathalos has been. It's like, um. So like, I like the fantasy of Diablos more 
than I do with Rathalos. Rathalos being the flagship and sort of the carrier of the series is important. However, I think that he carries that with Rathian. I think you have to have both, right? I don't think it's a single monster that carries the series. I think Mm. it's both of them. And I think Diablos is literally the guy behind them. Like, literally him. So... Uh, I think it's Diablos for me. I generally enjoy fighting Diablos more in almost every game that they're both in, too. So, which is every game, but <laughs> essentially. Yeah. What, what, do we, what do you think, Sasha? Uh, if I was going off vibes alone, I think I'm going to go with Rathalos. All right. Where are we at, Ace? Diablos. Diablos. Okay. So it's sounding like Diablos. Am I am yeah, I wrong? I think you're right. right. Yep. Sounds good. Sorry, Rathalos, you got knocked out round one. Man. Dear Probably God. the only thing that could have taken him out round one. <laughs> one of the only ones. Maybe, yeah. Nargakuga and Narcilla. Literally the first two we entered, and they just randomly happened to be paired against each other. I mean, I am a fan of Nersilla over Nargakuga only because we've seen Nargakuga way too much. I like Nargakuga, don't get me wrong. I love his bat design, I love his glowing red eyes with the streaks that go like when he's angry. Such a cool visual design. I want to see more Temnosarans, I want more spider bug sort of weird monster representation in the series and i think nersilla as far as the tem go is my favorite as much as i do like uh rockna kadaki i think rockna kadaki is a very unique monster i don't think it's as cool as nersilla because nersilla did a lot more with a lot less you know what i mean like so there uh, Sasha, this is the 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 black cat oh, yeah. bat winged one versus the spider. So I think the Narcacuga looks way cooler. Um, okay, yeah, I like this thing. I can guess where Ace is at on this one. Yeah, I mean, I we know what he contributed to this fight. Would say that you're incorrect. I would <laughs> oh, issue really? a deferment because Narcacuga was going to be on my list. I have the SH figure arts figure of it. It's also one of my favorite monsters. So okay. I will defer. Yeah, it's a good one. I there's not a monster on this list that I don't love. So <laughs> And I'm gonna go Nargakuga too, just because I genuinely enjoy fighting him in almost every game versus Narce uh, Narcilla Narcilla I only fought him in the one game and it felt janky at that point because I'd already played new generation and it was just less enjoyable. I'm not saying it's a bad fight. It is interesting. It's fun. It definitely keeps you on your toes with him swinging around all the time. Uh, but just yeah. genuinely enjoyed Nargakuga in every version that we've had of him. Mm-hmm. All right. It sounded like uh, I'm outvoted. So Nargakuga moves on. Ignactor versus Gold Rathian. Mm. 
unfortunately, while I love Ignactor, uh, he has been forgotten by the team. He has been sat on the wayside. I love his ecology. He's far more of a lot of monsters. He's far more unique in design. Um, just because of his chattering, the way he moves, his call is really cool. But putting it up against Gold Rathian, which is literally one of the strongest of the base monster variants, uh, you know, another one of the gold standards of the series as far as flagships. Yeah, it's a tough I'm, sell. I think Ignactor's going to suffer here again for the same reason. We don't have a modern fight with him, you know. If we had a modern fight with him, I think it would be easier to pick him over Gold yeah. Rathian, but... They squandered the, the opportunity. Fights are just, yeah. What's the vibe check on the this vibe, one? Uh, it it's the gold, the gold Rathian, Rathian, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, gold Rathian is on. People say it both ways, Sasha. Don't worry about I it. I say Rathian. No one knows how to. It's fine. <laughs> no one knows tomato, how to pronounce Tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Official Capcom people don't know how to pronounce these things. It's because of the old I'm games. convinced. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Plesioth versus Aurora Somnicamp. Plesioth. Plesioth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm probably going to say Plet. I, like I like the Aurora Somnicamp, but the, the amount of ire that it causes yeah. the community with the hip checks <laughs> is just so delicious to me. I'm not normally this way. I remember but the amount of people that, that just like, oh, Plesioth sucks because they didn't know how to dodge an, an attack yeah. it does. <laughs> like, it's like one of the few Monster Hunter memes we have, which is the hip check from space uh, of, of, of Plesioth. When I first so, played Generations Ultimate in the village quests, the only thing I died to was Plesioth's hip, hip check. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's classic. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming the vibe check is Aurora on this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ace, I think I think you you voted for Plesioth. Oh yeah. I'm I'm Plesioth, so I think we outvoted Sasha on this one. Unfortunately. It's all right. The community community vibes alone decided that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're into full matchups here. Kushala versus Diablos. I think Diablos wins. Uh, I like Kushala. Kushala is a very hated monster for a lot of people. And I am not one of those people. However, the fight is annoying in older versions. The newer fight is fun and enjoyable, but so is the new Diablos. I was going to say, only the newest fight. Because if you go to Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter World Iceborne, it is also its own nightmare. So, yeah, I can stick yeah. with Diablos on this one too. I'm going Kuchala all day. <laughs> okay, Diablos. Oh. Okay, man. If she said Kush- if she said Kuchala, they're the tiebreaker. Kuchala wins that. <laughs> yeah, but you know I wasn't gonna say it. This guy's. No, I know we were putting it oh, as yeah. an aspect He's of crazy. it, but it wins that fight all day. Diablos oh, tries yeah. to do Every its time. burrow attack. Kushala screams. Wind hits pressure. it with a tornado <laughs> strike. Ice Done. Beam. Yeah. 
It's what got makes the type you think of... wind would? What makes you think wind would hurt that shell? He's got the type of. What makes you think that its horns would penetrate its metal hide? Uh uh-uh. uh, Kushala isn't a nice monster. Kushala is a wind monster. He does snowman to uh, you. In an ice environment, right? His 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 attack changes based on where he's at. Mm-hmm. Because it's wind, it picks up the element of the area. Okay, so moving on because we already decided that fight. Alatrion versus Gossarog. I am not. Is that, don't get me wrong. I like Alatrion fine. He's a cool concept for a fight. Um, like I said, I love all these monsters. I think Gossarog is miles more unique and interesting than Alatrion. I'm going to argue the opposite because I think that we love element in this game, elemental attacks and stuff. And that's generally what I like to play. I try to find all the elements for whatever weapon I want to play at that time. Here's the monster. I know you can't make every elemental type with him, but he does all the elements. So I think that's cool. Incorporating that in one fight. It's certainly a unique aspect. However, I would prefer a bear who creates his own ice weapons over a monster that just kind of generally controls elements. I mean, he may be the, he may be the, uh, the avatar of the monster hunter world, but (laughs) I come back to to just the the best monster monster hunter fight in my book. So I got to go with a latch. Okay. Where, where are we sitting at for this one, Ace? It's another one that's pretty close. I think <laughs> Gosharag just slightly edges out Alatrion, though. That's a uh, that's a punniful title, for sure. <laughs> just slightly edges out. Yeah. Um, Sasha, what's the, what's the vibe check on this one? I, I'm going to also pick Gosharag. Okay. I feel like I'm saying a foreign language every time I say these, these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. All right. The best boy versus the best boy. Luna Garen versus Puke Puke. Luna Garen. Yeah, I'm with Luna Garen. Puke Puke is weird looking, I and Puke. I love him. He's so funny. But like Luna Garen, just like I don't know. I love the fight. Luna Garen is one of my favorite fights in and Sunbreak. Like it is so fun. Based off a of werewolf, um, and it carries that vibe wonderfully. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Puke Puke. Okay, I'm gonna go with Sasha. Luna Garen. Okay, that was a quick one. Yeah, I was also helped that, that it was both Sasha's picks on that one too. She had to fight her own decision there. So Narga versus Giganox, the Leech versus the Batwing. <laughs> I'm Narga all the way on this. Like I'm not. I'm not, I like Giganox is is. Don't get me wrong. I like Giganox. Like I said, I love all the monsters. However, Giganox is very low on that list for me. Um, only because it felt like it just did the same thing Kazoo did to me. Yeah. And uh, as someone who grew up playing Kazoo, and then they're like, hey, here's not Kazoo. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. I like the 
new mechanics. It's fun to play. And it's but it's a lot more interesting. I think one of the downfalls for me for Giganox in general is that they took away the lighting mechanics later on. And that was what really highlighted the coolness of this monster, the bioluminescence the in the cave, darkness of the caves. And going forward, it sounds like we're not going to have that. So Giganux kind of ends up being like a weird cave leech. And it's just okay. That's my opinion. Ace, do you have a rebuttal? <laughs> I mean... This will unfortunately be another deferment to of, okay again two of my favorite monsters. So up against each other, yeah. It is randomized. You saw the click randomize. Yeah, I'd stick so. with with Nargakuga too here, just because. I mean, they've brought back Kezu here at this point. And they've specifically not brought back Giganox when they have the skeleton and everything that they could do to bring it back. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. The pseudo ever. Yeah. yeah. So, I think they've... Like in Japan, Kezu is way more popular than Giganox is. So... Voodoo voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, just specifically, the monster that it's supposed to be like is more popular than it. So, that beats it out anyway. So, I gotta go with Nagakuga here. Although it was a fun fight. It was interesting. It was a fun fight. I never did get to fight it with the lighting mechanic. That sounds like it'd be a lot cooler. It is. It really is. Fighting it with a torch in the dark is so fun. Um, Sasha, vibe check on this? Nargakuga. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So we deferred and three Nargas. So sounds like Narga. All right. Uh, now we have Acidic Glavinus versus Gold Rathian. To be honest, I'm going to go with Gold Rathian on this. As much as I really do like Glavinus, Glavinus is such a cool concept. Glavinus, uh, Acidic Glavinus felt kind of flat to me as far as like a subspecies. Um, personally. Um, they, I don't feel they did a ton I do like the the poison the the acidic crystals sort of growing on the tail over time. You got to break them off. There's some cool concepts there. However, it was limited to one area. The fight was not very difficult at all. It was kind of easier in a lot of ways to me. Um, I don't know. It just kind of in, in a lot of ways fell flat for me. Uh, it's a very muted design. Where you got this flashy red, sort of like vibrant highlight going on with Glavinus. You have this muted, kind of off green. Green is my favorite color, but not that green. <laughs> I would uh, I would pick Acidic Glavinus, but I think he suffers from... I'm not going to fight it because I don't want his weapons. Even though they're good, when they don't look good, you don't really want to get them. And when so many of his weapons were just the glued on parts... You know, more than half were. Yeah. And that's just... Like, if they were all the unique Glavinus weapons, just with his coloration, I would probably have picked him here. Because I love the Glavinus look on the weapons. And so having them in the green-bluish color would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like I said, they were really good raw raw damage weapons. But I have to go with Gold Wraithian here, just for the better fight. 
and the better equipment and more enjoyment with that. Ace, where where are we thinking? Old Rathian. Okay. And the vibe check, I'm assuming, is Goldrathian, if I'm guessing right. No, I would pick acidic. Oh, really? Okay. Glavinous, glavinous, I don't know. But yeah, I I think he looks cool. I like that big icy tail. All right, I'm switching my vote. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Do we we have to go to the dice roller? I I thought it was. I thought the default was who would win in a fight. It is. So acidic uh, glavinous is weakest to fire. So <laughs> <laughs> that is acidic yeah, glavinous. See, this is why I, I don't like using this as the tiebreaker because, like, the, the the fight isn't fair in some cases. Also, Gold Rathian is a elder dragon tier monster, where acidic right. glavinous is a subspecies. He's just cool. Yeah, you're gonna make yeah. him fight anyway. <laughs> They wouldn't fight. They don't appear in the same. They would. Yeah, all. they'd never be in the same areas. <laughs> yeah, but I think you'd be okay. hard pressed to argue if Goldrathian wouldn't be an acidic glavinous. So, yeah. Now, if it was base Rathian, acidic glavinous. Yeah, would for sure. But a, a Goldrathian. But is Goldrathian is a much different yeah. <laughs> problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's going to be our tiebreaker, then Goldrathian. Ace um, just did that for the sake of conversation. He wanted us to have that conversation. <laughs> well, I more so did it because I thought that it was it was going to be unanimously towards gold. Oh man, it's okay. Be the be the odd man out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's been the the one holdout at least once already, but yeah. Uh Bloodbath Diablos versus Kira. I'm gonna surprise you guys. Kieran for me. Yeah, it's Kieran for me too. Kieran uh, is one of my favorites. I'm not gonna lie. I, I wish I had kicking myself for not putting Kieran on this list, to be honest. But <laughs> for my my pick, one of my picks, it's my favorite Elder Dragon. Period. Like, period. Bloodbath, really cool. I have a shirt of Bloodbath Diablos that says "I hate Mondays." I don't. I'm not wearing it, but like. Um, cause he just looks like he's just stoned out of his fucking mind. Cause his eyes are red. Um, but I, it's much as bloodbath. The problem with deviants is I don't like the concept in which they're sold, right. which is they survived a hunter fight. And I know you like that ace, but for me, that doesn't really say anything interesting ecologically. Um, tough for me here because i never did finish generations ultimate so i never i mean i I just barely got the g rank in generations ultimate before i put it down because it takes too long to kill stuff when you're so low yeah so i never did fight bloodbath diablos i fought the apex diablos obviously in in rise and i know people say those are similar but i'm not going to try to base anything off of that because those are are not a true representation so I mean I had oh like, if it, if we based it off of Apex I'd say it loses every time I fucking right. hate Apex as yeah. a mechanic it's my most hated mechanic kind of for a for a monster if they had had unique weapons and armor I would have liked them a lot more believe it or not I hate Apex more than I hate Clutch Claw and that's saying something well, 
So, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I can make a proper call here because I would just say Kieran out of the fact that I have a bloodbath, but I don't know if you should count my vote. Just go with. <laughs> so you're deferring and we have yeah. two Karen versus one bloodbath. Sounds like Kieran. Am I wrong? Sounds like Kieran to me. Does okay. Kieran, just for fun, but would Kieran lose this fight? Yes. I would think so, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it would. Because mm. Diablos is super resistant to Thunder, and Kieran only mm. attacks with Thunder. And Kieran doesn't. <laughs> no, actually, Diablos is weak to Thunder. This is something that blew my mind. Diablos has a Thunder weakness. Uh, now, I don't know if Bloodbath does, since always. And that blew well, my mind. Yeah, I thought it was seriously. Like zero. You go look at. Is it like a two star weakness versus a three star weakness to ice? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Yes, essentially. Hold on, essentially. Let's pull it up. Yeah, let's look at. I mean, look at rise or world or whatever. Weakest to water. Uh. No, blood he's bath. always been blood weakest bath. to ice. Oh, bloodbath is yeah. Bloodbath, bloodbath is a different story, but yeah. Diab- base Diablos is weak to thunder. Yeah, bloodbath. Right, is, like a middle of the road weakness. Though. Bloodbath is weakest to water. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he probably he probably kicks the crap out of Kieran. No, he kicks the crap out of Kieran all day. He um, kicks the crap out of anything. Tenth level deviants parted to him many times. T- tenth level deviants, which we're assuming both are at max power, right? Um, tenth yeah. level deviants are literally the strongest monsters. Uh, I don't think there's anything that tops a 10th level Deviant power. Not even like a Fatalis or a Galatrian? Uh, they're probably on par with those. They're probably, as far as power level goes, on par with the highest end of monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's insane how tough they are. Uh, the Fatalis fight in Generations Ultimate is a way easier one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Stygian versus Duramboros. Stiggy. Stiggy. Okay. Where uh, where are we at with this one, Dylan? I'm Duramboros. I say I'm 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 not. Never been a big fan of either of the Zenogers and. I thought Zenogre, Stygian Zenogre and Iceborne just like spamming a light dragon lightning all the time. And I'm like kind of annoyed with that fight. Just generally, even like Zenogre's always been annoying to me as a fight. Like I'll do it, but I'll never do it happily. <laughs> um, Interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah, okay. I'm just not a fan. I don't know. Something about that. Um, that's one of my hot takes of Monster Hunter is that I don't think Zenogre's as cool as everyone thinks he is. <laughs> um, Durambros is like literally one of my most favorite monsters, so that's yeah. That's and I why remember going with it when I played uh, Generations Ultimate, I got his armor because I'm like it looks cool and it had good skills. It was like fast charge, and I was playing bow, so I was like I need it fast. Has charge. part breaker. Yeah, it had part breaker and fast charge, and I'm like I was playing bow, so in those you know playing bow and old gen you have to charge your shot every time so fast charge is the skill to have uh, yep so yeah i gotta go with Durambaros here where's the vibe check on this one Durambaros. oh okay all right 
I didn't expect that to be honest. I thought your uh, thought your high school days would yeah, kick through like on that goth one. Like goth teenager, Stygian's an ogre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's grown out of it. No, she's I haven't. Now. I'm full blown still an elder emo. I just can't have my hair like that at work. Gotcha. I listen to all that shit still, like every day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Plesioth versus Glacial Ignactor. My love for Ignactor does not necessarily extend to Glacial Ignactor. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it, obviously. I have a display of it, as I showed. But I like Plesioth a lot. Uh, and it's not just the trolley thing. I actually do like the concept. It's not as good of a concept as Glacial Ignactor. I will admit that. Um, it is just a giant fish wyvern. Um, we don't have. He is the the representation of the Piscean wyverns, which have been in the series since game one. And to me, they are an important part of Monster Hunter that gets shit on in every game. There is not a single game where someone doesn't hate the resident Piscean Wyvern. It is like the town fuck up that everyone just, the town scapegoat. Everyone just like, let's just level all of our complaints at this dude right here. <laughs> I really do hate that like he's been essentially replaced by Jurotodus and like Jurotodus is like this small, like short fat fish where I like, I like Plesios design a lot better. I l- so I like Jurotodus because of his coelacanth-ish design, which is also part of what Lavasieth has as well. But, but he did it first. Lavisia I like did that it first. It did, but I do enjoy that, and I think it's cool to have a sort of like lungfish that 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 he is. Um, which you know that's an interesting fight. Um, who wouldn't want to fight a monstrous lungfish? I mean, most people it apparently is the answer. Yeah. But me, I want to fight that. Uh, I think it's design-wise something we don't see a lot in games, right? You know, how many fish monsters aside from sharks? Like when we talk about fish monsters, sharks are like the de facto. Um, you don't see a lot of that. Uh, so. I give props to Jurotodos for that. And I do like the Piscean Wyverns a lot. Um, I love Glacial Ignactor's mechanics, though. I love Glacial Ignactor in general. So this one is a straight-up tie for me. Like, it is just... I have no... So you... This is this is my first deferment. Deferring? Yeah, this is my first deferment because I love both of them for very different reasons. But... I think both of them are significant entries that need to return. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So. Where are we well, at pick, uh, with you guys? I pick Glacial Agnactor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We got to keep the Ice Queen vibes. We gotta That's right. Do it. I want right. to see, I see uh, what Ace says. Ace, what do you think on this one? Just for my personal vibes, I'm going with Plesioth. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it's a shame that they scaled down the size of the Piscean Wyverns in the recent games, 
because yeah. one of the things that made them yeah, iconic they were so is much bigger. them being so much larger than you and having to trip them yeah. up to able, even be able to do a significant amount of damage to them. Yeah. So for reference, uh, if people listening, um, Plesioth, we're talking like this is like a blue whale size monster. Like it is huge. Yeah, you can barely reach Absolutely. the base of his uh, chest with the bright sword when you're under his legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is absolutely massive of a monster, and the 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 more modern Piscean wyverns are far smaller. And to be honest, they severely downsized Lava CF to yep. sort of fit. Yeah, that. he used to be uh, just the same size. He about. used to be just as big. Uh, yeah, so. And Glacial Ignator is not a slouch on size either. He's quite yeah, a long monster. Sure. I will go not as long as Plesieth, but he's getting there. Just with, you know, I like both of these two a lot. I think they're both good. I love that Glacial does the opposite subspecies. I always like when they do that. Feels like it changes things up good for a subspecies. Um, but because of nostalgia and because you can fish Plesioth out of the water with a frog, I'm gonna go with Plesioth. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Plus, the Oath wins. That's surprising to me. Because in a fight, Glacial Ignator wins. Oh, yeah. It's all there. Glacial. Yeah. All right. Diablos versus Goss Harag. I wear my bias on my sleeve. Diablos. Diablos. <laughs> Goss takes it. I, I okay. also pick. Goss Harag. <laughs> no. So <laughs> de facto, Goss probably wins he does. because he Goss does. is ice yeah. and Diablos is weakest to ice. Yep. Oh, I love the chaos I'm bringing to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Luna Garen versus Nargakuga. Luna Garen. Mm-hmm. I'm with this one as well. Luna, Luna Garen. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I stand on Narcuga here, but that's fine. To to be honest, the as a monster, I love Narcuga. I've Armor, got a lot of nostalgia too in some of these, right? So I just like the oldest ones, probably. I do too. <laughs> I mean, it's my armor. Armor has a um, let's say mixed opinion yeah. on me. I love best. his weapons, though. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, um, as a Monster Hunter moderator, I had to deal a lot with Nargakuga fish stockings. Oh, yeah. That's um, annoying. <laughs> so, uh, for reference, Sasha, the female armor has some fishnet stockings and uh, featured in a lot of fan art that I had to remove quite often. So, <laughs> All right. um, so I, I just and I don't really love- find the armor that interesting. Yeah, I can to be that. to be honest. I always love the fight. The weapons, the fight is yeah. my thing. It's always been a good fight in every. No, game. yeah, the and the monster is brilliant. Yeah. I love the monster, the fight, everything, the design. Uh, but you you take it outside of that, and it's just like meh. <laughs> like God, I don't like Gosarogs. Uh, no, not not Gosarogs. Uh, Luna Garen's armor is okay. Right, like it's it's okay, yeah. but I love the weapon. The oh, weapon is a like go-to. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, don't like the how they look. Sword. 
I hate it. It's too short. You don't short. like how they look? It's too short. <laughs> it's a small... His greatsword is amazing. It's a small little greatsword. I don't like it. I think it's too small. But it's got a chain on it because that was a yeah. thing that people... It was a thing that people used to do when they were affected with werewolves. They would chain themselves to not attack people. I thought it was a really cool reference. Uh, yeah. Alright, Goldrathian versus Kieran. Kieran. Goldrathian. I have to think about this one. <laughs> I really do. These both have nostalgia for me. I like them both, but I like Goldrathian more. I think. I'm going to be honest, Kieran has far more nostalgia than me than Goldrathian. Goldrathian wasn't uh, notable to me until 4 Ultimate. Like I so, said, I have that relationship with Goldrathian where I fought him forever, or her forever, you know, with trying to get those yeah. heavenly scales to get that armor in G rank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was in. I fought her in Freedom of Night, but I didn't think about her. Like, she was just another monster. She didn't matter to me. Where she really stood out was uh, Iceborne. Yeah, they're and very good at then those again, games. Yeah. Then again, in Sunbreak, and and the very awesome fights, but and they have better fights, arguably too, than Kieran does in the new games. So, yeah, I would say the world fight for Kieran is a little lackluster. However, some of my favorite moments in Generations Ultimate are fighting Kieran's. I have so many clips of me adept dodging Kieran bolts and just smacking the hell out of Karen and knocking it down with my greatsword. Like, it is just so satisfying. Um, yeah, it was just... Karen. I think I had to go with Karen, to be honest. I just... I talked myself into it. Ace? Karen. Okay. I think that cinches it for Karen. Yep. For sure. Durambaros versus Plesioth. I like the mossy boy. I like him more. Durambaros. Plesioth. Okay. Mm. Where's the vibe on this one? I think I'm going to go with Durambaros. What's going to go with Plesioth? Oh jeez! <laughs> he just well, likes to make consider- him fight. Plazioth could just stay in the water, so. Yeah, but Durambros is extremely, extremely strong against water. It is its highest mm. elemental defense, and I built Durambros specifically to fight water monsters. Like wow. that is in Generations Ultimate my anti-water but if you gear. You can never touch him. Can never. Touch he can just place. do a helicopter. He just helicopters Into the water, then it's going to drown yeah. when it lands. <laughs> Most things can swim. Does, does he look like something that can swim? He's got those humps. He's got those <laughs> lovely wiver I feel like humps. he sinks to the to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> 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 well, if your argument is that this 
other animal will just go hide in the water, then it's not winning the fight. It's it's being a bitch. So well, it still loses. That's his whole thing. That's what he does I when he fights the hunter. Check alone <laughs> is powerful enough to knock it over, and then it's water beaming. Tails weak points. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not weak to water in all. Weak points are not. Still does like, damage. I mean, yeah, physical damage. Yeah, it does. But the weak point is it's back. So wait, 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 wait. wait. Is it coming out of the water yeah. to do this hip check? Then yeah. it just lost the fucking no. fight, right? No, it's faster so, than Durandal. Well, you just said though that the only reason it was going to win the fight was when it hides in the water. Not me. So if it's coming out of that the water, was, to that do was the hip check, that's not me. Yeah, yeah. You cannot so have its cake and eat it too. So it's either in the water hiding like a bitch, or it's out of the water fighting to do the hip check and losing the fight. I mean, I'm just gonna say sweep the le- sweep the leg. Like it, you knock the, you can just knock the please get down just as easily. Uh, it's maybe it's we do legs, have to do a dice roll. Its on legs this also, also have the sleep. Spurt. Do you? Oh yeah, do he does you sleep. also I forget. Do you also, if Dramas goes to sleep, he's just a shell. Like, you're not going to get through him. Like, he, his. No, dude, double so, damage, hit, hip check. Oh, baby. <laughs> hold on. He also has a hip check. They can hip check each other. Now, tiny it's not as. <laughs> it's not a tiny hitbox. He's a huge monster. They are both ginormous. Both yeah. of them are gigantic. Like, I don't know. And in order to do the the sleep, it specifically has to go yeah. over it because the spurs are on the inside of the right. Legs. That's what it does, though. It jumps out of the water, flies over, it's puts like it a sleep, then hip checks him into the ocean. Flying drowns, fish shark and monster. And if you remember the original ecology video, it fully pulls an aptanoth into the water and drowns it and kills it. It does do that, yeah. An aptanoth is like. A quarter of the size yeah, at best of this thing. a G-Rang? Plesioth? It's fucking massive. <laughs> They're the same size, man. Like, have you not looked at Durambaros lately? They're they are massive, massive as I well. I think that Plesioth edges it out. <laughs> it's shorter, but it's a lot taller. It's bulkier. For sure. Like I flip said, a coin. I don't know. Yeah, this you is probably got to like flip a, a coin on this one. Yeah. This is this is a stale. This is sounding like a stalemate. So stalemate through and through. A dice roller. All right, so we will roll a d6. Uh, we'll say that Plesiath is odd and Rambos is even. Ready? Yep. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Plesiath. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Puts him to sleep, hip checks him into the ocean, and he drowns. Yeah, I don't. That wouldn't be a thing. Ninety-nine percent of all animals can swim, and even if they're a horse, can swim, guys. He's literally a got a giant swim. rock on his tail. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. wakes him down. It's just, also his tail is just like also an anchor, a flotation device. Well, then it doesn't. It's not that heavy then. <laughs> So it doesn't hit very hard. And if he's in the water and he's floating, (laughs) then he's completely vulnerable to Plesioth. Yeah. 
I don't know. You're trying to art like the <laughs> argument doesn't work for me at all because you're like, and then it hits it with water, and I'm like, that's the the one thing that cannot hurt it unless it drowns. It's not yeah. just like it's splashing it like a I mean, kid it in the just pool. soaks. It's a it literal just, jet. I, I'm not. I'm not convinced it wouldn't just. I'm not convinced that it wouldn't just like drink the water until the water's gone because of all the moss on it. Well, then he's even more over encumbered. <laughs> the but ocean. Even more here we are. Drink the We've, whole ocean. <laughs> we we have rolled. It is over. We're on to Goss Harag versus Luna Garen. Oh, Luna Garen. Goss. Luna <laughs> I'm sorry. Goss Harag is fine. I love him. And he was he was him and Agnesom were like my favorites for Rise. And then we got the stuff for Sunbreak, and I was like, something. <laughs> I didn't love Luna Garen as much as everybody else. I guess it's just I don't know. It's yeah, cool. like I don't have a problem with him. Just I just didn't love him quite as I mean, much. I mean, it's as it's cutscene alone does it, it for me. F- for me, yeah, yeah, he's cool. Well, for okay. me, I'm not super big on werewolves and wolves and that kind of thing because it's kind of overplayed. But when something nails that aesthetic for me, like I'm yeah. just like, yeah, hell yeah, and it nails it, like. It's like with um, yeah, like where where I have a problem with cowboys, right? Like I don't like cowboys. Being a Native American, it's hard for me to like a fantasy that has usually killed, you know, people related to my ancestry. I'm not a plains uh, tribe descendant. I'm an Eastern tribe descendant. But um, John Marston did it right and i loved him as a as a character and he felt really good i like him i don't like his whiny bitch ass son but i like him so when they nail the thing that i'm like not a super big fan of they they can well, you'll do be pretty happy well. to know that they lose the playoffs every and year so the cowboys yeah, yeah the football the football team yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're no good. The hand egg playoffs. Foosball less, slash hand egg team, as I like to call them. But super serious for you know, yeah. some people. There were there was footage of cowboys in San Francisco. Oh, fans my friend Brian is a giant cows, giant cowboys fan. Yeah, I mean I love football, Brian is but huge I huge cowboys. Don't fan. understand how you can get to that level of invested in a team that you don't play for. You know. Right. <laughs> they're just sport nerds we're nerds they're sport nerds i get it. i'm it's like I'm breaking your controller nerd. over call of duty yeah i did it once i once i only broke one controller uh merlin was the cause of two other controllers breaking <laughs> by chewing on them man i miss that dog but geez he was an yeah. asshole kieran versus Durambaros. kieran 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 Easy. As much as I love Durambros. Or <gasps> did I move on Durambros? I did not I should have moved on Plesia. Oh, Karen versus yeah. Plesia. Karen. Hey, still, Karen. still Karen. If, still Karen. And if we were to for some reason go to the fight, it's weak to electric. Yeah, this one ends Plesioth. Plesioth has no chance of this fight. Against <laughs> Kieran. No. He no, just shoots no. lightning bolts into the water and it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. You just get a fish that yeah. floats up. Yeah, <laughs> like in the Simpsons when Homer Simpson drops in the the fly uh, zapper into the into the lake and all the fish. Oh, uh, 
So you get yeah. like five Plesioth would, would float up after after Kieran shot the uh, True. <laughs> or as a more True. recent gaming reference, the uh, fishing trawler in Tears of the Kingdom. Yep, I should have made the argument of the uh, the the fucking cats can kill Plesioth, and we should head Durambros because the cats can't <laughs> kill Durambros. The cats run away from Durambros in their cutscene, but they can kill Plesioth mm-hmm. just because of the overfishing and fishing nets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we are down to the champion of Lunagaren versus Kira. Vibe versus vibe. Look at that. Yep. To be fair, you picked pretty awesome monsters. That's true. She did. In she general. picked the two in the final. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with Karen on this one. Karen holds a very special place for me. Karen personally. is the one that makes the naming of Elder Dragon mean anything. So I like your. <laughs> I think Ace is making me pick first because he wants to make a fight. Well, I, no, I, I was going to pick Lunagarin. Just off vibes alone. I do have nostalgia for a well. but Lunagarin is very vibey and very cool and very fun. So they have the same weakness, which is fire. But, but they do. Karen is strong to ice. Yeah. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any. I think he's middle of the bad. road on thunder, so thunder would still do good yeah. damage to him. It wouldn't do great damage, but if you think of just also the, the tier of monster they are, Kieran should win as an elder dragon versus a just a apex like a you know. Apex also, if we're gonna monster. go with non-canon things, uh, Kieran outclasses the the Rajang and teleports away from it. I wondered where you were going with that. I was referring to the Monster Hunter. Like, Don't you bring Rajong into this bullshit. Say Re- yeah. Karen is quite mystical in a lot of ways uh, yeah. because of that. Uh, while as Lunagaren is a strong monster, Lunagaren is what we'll call at the highest echelon of the Wyverns. He, right. He's just below the Elder Dragons. Whereas Elder Dragons are just the strongest monsters in Monster Hunter. Yeah. So. So a slight type advantage and a advantage in tier of monster. So yeah. it sounds like Karen wins. Mm-hmm. And I, I would tell you, one thousand percent of the time, if if Rajong got into this list and it was Karen versus Rajong, <laughs> Karen wins. No, it doesn't. <laughs> That's the one thing that beats you Kieran talk that's ab- lower than it. <laughs> no. No. It's literally no, in a cutscene. No. Literally canonized by Monster Hunter Iceborne. You've you've heard you've heard me talk about this, right? I know, I have. That's why I'm going after it right now. <laughs> Cause I will straight up tell Ryozo to his face, and I will learn it in Japanese. If this is what you truly believe, go fuck yourself. I love you, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, you it's know. The most bullshit thing ever in Monster Hunter. Oh, the monkey breaks the horn. <laughs> Next time Fort goes to log on to his Switch, can't... we can look at your account. <laughs> I haven't been. 
I haven't been on my Twitch in a long time. All right, Kieran is champion. That's good. A uh, generation one monster wins. That's, oh, that's solid. All right. Um, I don't think I need to share anymore for this next segment. Yeah, I did the right thing. Cool. One of right. three Elder Dragons so, in the uh, very first game, right? Kieran is one of three Elder Dragons in the very first game. So that's cool. Yes. I like that one. Maybe. And he was a roaming quest, as in he wasn't yeah, always there. He just showed up. He was an event quest. So he was super rare. Actually rare, too, to get the quest, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next, because of Valentine's Day... Uh, we thought about doing some romantic movie rom-com suggestions. Um, so only the top three. We don't have to go into great detail about them. Just generally if you like them or you enjoyed them. Uh, who wants who wants to lead us off on this one? I can. Oh, go ahead. I can. I'm only, oh, sorry. I started go ahead, the other Ace. one. You guys are so eager. <laughs> okay. I can because I only got one, so I was... Put it out there, and then that's it. Cause... You're supposed to have three. You couldn't think of three. <laughs> no, honestly, I did. I tried, and I'm like, I don't like. Okay. You know, I'm just gonna be your classic. Oh, I'm a guy, but you know, uh, I yeah. just don't really enjoy most of these movies. And the one I picked is maybe questionable to even be in this category. But I'm gonna go with The Princess Bride. Oh, it totally works. Excellent. Yeah. Totally so, solid works. choice. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Movie. I totally it's, it's a, I it's wouldn't a say but it's not a classic rom-com. <laughs> well, I would say it doesn't it doesn't traditionally fit in this category. It's right. more like an adventure story. But it certainly is about mm-hmm. a relationship in a lot of And the book is fantastic and the movie is done awesome. So just in general really mm-hmm. good. And Vincini is one of the greatest characters ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh inconceivable everyone knows that like you can't not say that without people knowing what you're talking about. i just had a realization <laughs> holy cow wait no is that right hold on Fair, share okay so the inigo montoya yeah. actor the inigo montoya actor mandy mandy Pattinson, something like is that? he the guy on that crime show I was watching. On Criminal Minds, yeah. Yes. He is. <laughs> yes! Okay. Because I saw him interviews later on and how he looked. And I was like, I know I've seen him looking like this in a show. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And it mm-hmm. just it just hit me. Okay, cool. Yeah. And he's got the line, too, that everyone knows. You know, you killed my father. Prepare for that. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. Um, Amazing. This is fantastic. so. Um, at the game store, uh, our uh, a friend of ours, Nathaniel, used to be an employee there. So Jared and I insisted because he's like a, a a zoomer, right? He's like twenty three, and he hadn't seen so many movies. And we were like, "How have you not seen X movie? Like, how have you not seen this? Princess Bride was one of those movies." So we stayed after in the store after close. And made him watch Princess Bride. Nice. Uh, and he loved it. Uh, we only got to do it twice so far. 
because uh, he no longer works there. Um, but the other one we did with that was Starship Troopers. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not, generally, I'm not a huge movie person, anyways. Like most of the new stuff that comes out, I'm not a fan of. So <laughs> I think one is oh, pretty good I, for me here. <laughs> I don't talk about it as often on the show, but we have had movie episodes uh, mm-hmm. from time to time. I I do like enjoy movies. I watch quite a bit. Um, uh, yeah, I have a problem with voodoo. Uh, I have to limit myself from buying too many movies on voodoo. voodoo. It has been a problem before. I'm good now. I'm good. But uh, yeah, I like voodoo a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already nearing 300 movies on there. So doesn't include my physical collection as well, which I've doubled up on some of those anyways. So, all right. So Sasha, you're, you're, uh, your first one. Cause I mean, I don't know what else there's to say about princess bride. It's yeah. It's great. We, we all know. It um, before I do my movies, I also prepared mm-hmm. a top five list of bays from Bioware. So, oh. because you know, I've played <laughs> Bioware games for the love so in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I wanted to bring up my top five boyfriends from Bioware Games. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so coming in at number five, we have Alistair from Dragon Age Origins. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sweet boy. Uh, you can make him the king if you put, make the right choices. At number four, we have Cullen, who's in Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, mm-hmm. Also really sweet, but like... I feel like he's a little bit more generous of a lover than Alistair would be. Sure. And coming in at number three, we have Anders from Dragon Age 2. Unhinged terrorist, but I'd follow him into the fade. Number two, controversial opinion. What? Okay. I think I I know what the number one is, and I'll say if I'm right or not. I'm sure you do. Coming in at number two is Reyes from Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. He's almost number one, but like I can't I can't usurp number one. So but Reyes is like for sure the steamiest, best bioware romance of all. But number one okay. in my heart and soul is Garrus. <laughs> yep, Garrus. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> because there is no shepherd without Vicaria. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Garrus, number one. Okay. I'd second that to yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah. Except mine was B what was her name? Sort of the T. Oh, Talizora. Talizora, yeah. That would yeah. that would be my that would be to, if I were to inject myself in this list, that'd be mine. Number one. Yeah. I go the other way. Yeah. That's a solid choice too. Alright, so my romance rom com movies. Um number three, I have high fidelity. Have you guys okay. seen that one? Yeah, I have. Okay. Um, yeah, that's John Cusack, number five, mm-hmm. Girlfriends That Broke His Heart. Um, one of my favorite Taking Back Sunday songs is quoted after this song, number five with a bullet. Yeah, he he had some some really good movies in those days. And yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I love High Fidelity. Um 
the number two on my list is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, that one's so good. Yeah. That one is so good. Um, yeah. The, I, the the funniest part to, to me is like, where they're trying to like, what what is your problem? She's like, what? He cheated on me. He's like, you don't understand. He quit mid blowjob. <laughs> that line stands out to me so much. My favorite part is is the the Muppet like the Dracula Muppet yeah. opera at the end. Yeah, go see the psychiatrist. Yeah. I don't want to yes. see the psychiatrist. Yes. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then number one, um, more serious, I guess, than the others is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think that's a mm-hmm. beautiful movie, and it's yes, make I, definitely make me cry. So I don't, I don't. It's not like a rewatch one over and over for me, but it's I almost chose this one to be honest. I almost did. I love a lot of rom coms and romantic movies, and Eternal Sunshine's a really freaking good one i think i actually rewatched it uh in november I, it's been recent that i've watched it so solid choices good 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 grief yeah <laughs> i love all of those um ace do you have uh yep. do you have your list so warm bodies romeo and juliet with nicholas yeah. holt playing uh zombie. zombies and then they learn to That's a good become one. human again, yeah. which was really cute. Yeah. Um, what was the? Hold on. What I think it was in the list. But 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 but. Easy A. Easy A and is another of oh, mine. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Oh uh, yeah. Easy A is so good. Just a really fun, witty one and then uh i just had it too but in trying to remember the other one i just lost it oh man i may need to come back to it so okay yeah i'll I'll do mine and if you think of it um so mine, uh, one of mine is actually a Netflix movie uh, that I love yep, that, a lot. That reminded uh, me. Love Hard. Holiday. Go ahead. Go ahead. Holiday, Holiday is one Holiday. of my favorites. Yeah, that's, they're like the two. Yeah, they're like the two because Love Hard and Holiday came around the same time. And they're mm-hmm. both Christmas romance movies. So yeah, Holiday's good. Yeah. I, I that's that's the that's the fun one where they're just like, hey, we're just going to be friends and date to the holidays so that our families don't have to ask us about who's your boyfriend or girlfriend or who you're gonna with or whatever, just to have someone to bring to the holidays, which was a fun concept, but I mean it also is just a classic like we're gonna pretend to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and end up being in a relationship well, I mean, kind of deal. Uh which it works. Yeah. It I mean definitely it works. Is the subject of the pressure that's always there to you know if you're single to have someone to bring home to the holidays from family and then and then broaches into oh yes trust me <laughs> chance and i hear this yeah. a lot yes 
I'm getting this from friends now too. They're like, go find a girlfriend, Jam. And I was like, okay, number one, how? Because I've been trying for five years. <laughs> number two, I like playing my video games and I don't want someone to interrupt that right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, good. Great choice. Uh, so, like I said, Love Hard, which is kind of the one that came around the same time also. Um, the whole internet dating thing and the catfishing thing, like I've actually been catfished once and it was okay. It didn't turn out like that, but like, they just didn't, they weren't realistic about their pictures. It was a total different person in the pictures. That, and I was just like, okay, cool. Uh, I can't trust you now. Not that you look bad, just I can't trust you. Um, Didn't you have black hair in your photo and now you've got blonde hair? What's going on? <laughs> well, that, that's hard to tell. Hair dye is a thing. Yeah, like, true. it was clearly different. Um, so, like, Love Heart is really good. Um, they have an acoustic version of a killer song that I love just out of nowhere. That was just like, this is amazing. Um, That one, that one sticks with me a lot. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. And I like this for a lot of reasons. Um, It's a big focus on mental health, too, uh, which I thought was a good spin. Um, And also just great movie in general uh and then the the last one is kind of a weird one i don't know if you guys have ever seen this but it's from uh meet bill aaron eckhart is the main character and it's just a guy who is just trying to live his like suburban life uh he's very unhappy he's been gaining weight he's sneaking chocolate bars and that kind of stuff his life is kind of going a little off the rails like he's just bored in his like normal life uh he finds out uh at the start of the movie that his wife has been cheating on him uh surprise surprise that i relate with this however i watched this movie well before that happened uh um but um he then kind of tries to find solace in sort of mentoring this high school kid in a way for his life and like he ends up improving his life in a way. So it's a lot like a sort of like a movie about getting out of a rut. Uh, but it is a romantic movie as well. So meet Bill. It was actually, I think the, one of the first things I saw Aaron Eckhart in that. And thank you for smoking, which is, yeah, I think thank totally... you for smoking was the first one I saw. They're around the same time. Uh, Thank you for smoking is a very different take on his. He acts a very different person than that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that was it. It was the, I know we were kind of rushed the romantic thing, but like, eh, we're not super romantic people on the podcast. I mean, we talk about the relationship stuff in games all the time, but like, I don't know. I'm not purposely watching romance stuff all the time. It was just talk- Valentine's. Not wanted to. Um, so yeah, that's it for episode three hundred. Um, I don't really see as a reason why I would stop at the next three hundred, but you know, that's just me. You know, 
You got to get to 666 uh, for Diablo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. I talk about Diablo enough, but that'll probably be like, uh, well, I'll probably still be in Diablo 4 by then. If it's, if it gets <laughs> to be honest. Oh, no. I mean, like, <laughs> Diablo games are few and far between. Yeah. They're yeah. A- if Diablo 3 shelf life is any indication. Yeah. Yeah, it lived from 2012. And it's still going right now. Yeah. It just had its final new season uh, recently. Season 30. So you guys um, heard it here first. Episode 666 Diablo 4 special. I've had a couple Diablo specials. Speculation I, on I think Diablo I told, 5. <laughs> have, I, it's, have I told you guys I actually made a YouTube video on Diablo 4 recently and, and posted it? Um... I, there's been a lot of complaints of like, oh, it has no end game and some other stuff and like blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, no, no. So I made a video. I showed off a, a, a build that I was playing with the Druid. And I wasn't like doing a build guide. Just like, hey, here's what I'm playing. Here's some of my thoughts on the current state of the game kind of deal. And I'm like, you may be com- you're complaining about Diablo 4 for the wrong reasons. There's complaints to be had, but let me tell you why you what you should be complaining about. And I talked about my complaints about the game itemization, um, sort of build funneling, the fact that sets are kind of still there. They just don't work the same. So instead of having like, hey, you found this set and these special powers go towards this set. It's just now that like, hey, these four or five unique items all play towards the same theme. And so you get bottlenecked into these themes uh now and yeah you try to play outside of the theme you can have fun but it's not going to be as viable as playing whatever is there one of the things i pointed out is that there's several powers and modifiers to werebear skills and such and most of the equivalent modifiers for werewolf is modifying the same werebear skill to also be a werewolf skill instead. It's like, why didn't you just buff or empower the equivalent werewolf skill? What, why are we focusing on the werebear in the werewolf builds? Like that's cool for certain things, but like, you're not, there's nothing, there's nothing that, it, that, that modifies lacerate, which is the ultimate ability for werewolf. And thus no one uses it because why it's, never going to, to do any better than it does so stuff like that so i did a, uh i actually posted a youtube video i think sometime last week uh about that it didn't get hardly any views but i'm not that kind of person so i didn't expect it to <laughs> so yeah episode 300 uh we'll be back next week uh i will probably have a lot to say about Surprise enough, Diablo and Last Epoch, because Last Epoch comes out Wednesday, and I have been chomping at the bit to play this. Uh, so much so, I've still been bored and trying to find games. Although I did play City Skylines 2, and I have a little bit of a quick funny story about that. Um, you guys ever play Cities? Not yet. Either Any of you? No. A lot of it's trying to fix your budget, make mm-hmm. the make the city work make money and also make the citizens happy. And uh, 
I somehow super accelerated my profits to I was like sitting around forty thousand dollars, and then suddenly I hit some sort of threshold, and then the next time I looked, I had a hundred, not a hundred, one million dollars, and then it shot up to five hundred million, and I was like, "What is happening? What is going on?" Like I don't like it is just the money kept skyrocketing, and I was like, "What?" So I, I broke my game. I don't know. I don't know how I got so much money, but I broke my game. So that's it. Anyways, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast at Hunter Sub Pod on Twitter, uh, and then uh, join the Discord, where we can discuss various things. Uh, anything else to say before we go, folks? Never call into question Dead Space no. again. <laughs> Threats. Come to Ohio. And Have a good night, folks. Time. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>